Welcome to episode two of the Why But podcast, which stands for What Have You Been Up To? And Isaac, what have hey. you been up to? I, like, right this second, you mean today? Are you asking? Because yeah, I've just been today. to um, famous name brand coffee location, Nick, uh, because it is that time of the year, man. I have just picked myself up a pumpkin spice latte. I'm oh. drinking it as we speak. And I... You know, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. It's um, it's one of those beverages that, depending on who you are, people either love it or they kind of roll their eyes at the pumpkin spice latte. I am one of those people, Nick, where it's it's delicious. It's so sweet. It's super autumn-y. You know, it's got those like cinnamon, clove, nutmeggy flavors to it. It's delicious, Nick. I love it so much. How um, are you a fan of the of the the pumpkin spice latte from 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 unnamed <laughs> coffee location? Uh, I, I am. I'm. I'm a bit taken aback. It's, it's, it's the beginning of September. It's not even the beginning of September. It's the beginning of September when this comes out. It's actually the yes. end of August right yeah. now. <laughs> Is this the earliest they've ever released this? So I don't think so. I think like I've got like a Starbucks account. I'm like a loyalty member, right? right. And so I think you get access like a week early. If you're a loyalty member, you can get the drink early. If you have the account, they just email you and let you know. Whereas I think it comes out like September 6th or something. Not a sponsor, by the way, not a sponsor. But um, I think that's how that works, by the way, for the reason why I have the drink in in August. Right, right. No, not a sponsor from unnamed coffee brand. (laughs) I can't believe we live in a world where you've got early access to a drink. This is crazy. I'm going to leave. Well, I'm going to leave. I think... I have early access to the drink, but I don't think I actually have early access to the drink. I think if you were to walk into a Starbucks and just ask for it, they would give it to you. Right. right? So, like, they don't have it shown on the menu just yet, but they have everything to make it. And so if you ask for it, they will just make it for you. Right. Right. Because I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to pull out my membership ID, you know, and get, like, a three forms of ID to prove that it was me before they give it to me. Right. They were just, I just asked for it. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. And they charged me for it. So... That's um that's been my morning, man. But um for me personally, I've been it's been a wild ride, Nick, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it has for those listening at home, it has actually been two weeks since the last episode of the podcast for us, right? We recorded the first episode and then that took a little while to get out because I was away. I went to Amsterdam for a week, and then this last week I've just been ill the whole week, which has not been fun. And so I have this dichotomy, Nick, where I've got I did a lot of stuff in Amsterdam, and then this last week, I have done nothing. I nice. have been, like, on the couch, just watching TV, Nick, just chilling, you know? And, in fact, one of the things I did is uh, I finally got around to watching The Last of Us, the TV show. I don't know if you've actually oh. seen this or not. So, um, I was in one of those situations where it came out, I think it mm. came out, I want to say, at the... Beginning of March, end of February, mid mid end of February, beginning of March. It's currently the end of August, um, and I went away um, abroad for a few weeks. And I said to myself, "I'm going to watch the whole thing. I think there's ten episodes. Um, nine, if I yep. correct me if I'm wrong, nine episodes. I was. I thought, okay, there is basically a nine hour flight right to where yep. I was going. So um, I logged on to SkyGo." I downloaded all of the nine episodes, right? And I was like, great, I'll watch it on the plane. The flight was at six in the morning, got on the plane, was in in a complete zombie state, went to sleep, right? 
<laughs> Fast forward three weeks later, when I then came back, I was like, great, right, I'm going to watch Last of Us on the plane on the journey back. Fantastic. Flight was at four in the morning, right? Got on the plane, zombied out, went to sleep. <laughs> That's it. And I don't, you, I can't even usually sleep on planes, but I was so I zombie. I cannot either, yeah. I, I find it impossible. I need to be lying down to sleep. I think that's what I've I've discovered. I don't know if it's if it's the same with you, where it's more the the posture of your body rather than the noise. But for me, for me it, it really is. Yeah, I don't think it is the noise for me. I think I could potentially sleep on a plane. For me, it's the neck. Like, the seats yeah. only come up to, like, below my shoulders. And so I have nowhere to rest my head. My neck is just, you know, loose. And I think when my neck is loose, I can't I can't sleep, man. Mm. You know, loose neck, no sleep for me, man. Yes. So you've not seen it, though, I assume. I have not seen it. I've got it downloaded on my iPad, but I've not seen it. I should get right. on it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good show, man. I really liked it. It is, like, if you've, I don't think you've played the game, right? I haven't. Yeah. Have you watched somebody play the game or are you just like completely? No. You're completely blind. Interesting. Completely. If you've played the game, the story is is beat for beat the same, which makes sense, right? But it's great. It's a good show. Uh, it's very sad. It's a staggeringly sad show. But uh, so get your tissues out and right. you're going to watch it. Okay. But it's great. It's good. I would recommend it um, as, a, as a viewing experience. Yeah, I binged it. In maybe like two days, you know, nice. clocked all nine episodes. I was watching like four hours of TV a day. Very just good. the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, it is. It's really good. I really liked it. It's uh, oh, it's a good show. Okay, okay. What else has been on the docket, Isaac? What else have you been watching through the week of illness? Any other standouts? Oh, I watched. So mm, I watched a couple of things. I finally got around to watching um, this Apple original movie called Tetris. I don't know if okay. you've seen this. Like, there was no. a Tetris movie. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, Apple TV is one of those weird situations, right? Where I don't think I've ever paid for a month of Apple TV, but I've had, like, three years of Apple TV because anytime I buy anything from anywhere, I get three months Apple TV. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that unlike any other service I've ever gotten a free trial for, Apple just keeps letting you do it. Like, my free trial will end. I'll be like, fine. I click don't renew, right? Like as soon as I sign up, I turn auto renewal off, so mm-hmm. I get charged for it. But then as soon as the renewal, as soon as like expires, I just check my email, type in like free Apple TV, and there's like six things that come up. I just click one of the links and it just works again for another three months. And I'm like, all right, fine. But Apple TV is just weird in that there's a lot of stuff on there that I feel like is actually quite good that nobody talks about because right. it's on Apple TV, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Is Are those like free trials? Like, do they expire within a short amount of time? I have clicked a link from Curry's, which is a retailer here in the UK that was over a year old, and it Ooh. gave me three months free Apple TV, man. So if you've got it, give it a go. I've See if probably it works. got like two years worth of Apple TV backed up in free trials just from the products that I bought. But not even from just myself, but whenever For anyone wants an Apple product, right? they'll just order it through me. They'll be like, can you sort this out? Yep. I'll be like, yeah, no problem. And then they've all got the free <laughs> Apple TV things as well. So I should finesse this. Okay. 100%, man. Okay. Sometimes okay. it's like six months. Sometimes it's three months. Yeah. But it's, I've, I've managed to get so many free trials through through emails and stuff. It's crazy. But uh, Tetris is, is pretty good. It's a movie about this uh, this dude who, like, Tetris is invented in, in Russia during, like, the Soviet Union, right? And so trying to get rights to distribute Tetris, like, worldwide, where from this Russian person who has, like, no rights in and of themselves because, like, 
at the time Russia is communist, so like, mm-hmm. does anyone own anything? And there's like the whole thing where the Russian state gets a, a an idea of the fact that they're trying to, to to buy it, and then they're trying to you know sell it for a good price, and it's it's a whole thing. But it's a pretty good movie. I quite liked it. Um, it's not really like a documentary. I guess it, it is a movie, but I think it's based on you know true events that did transpire. And uh, I also watched a movie called Sharper as well from on Apple TV, which is like a a conman mystery movie, which was also all right. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, Nick, but better than the Mario movie. That's okay. my official verdict. That's the benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of pushback in the YouTube comments about my take on the Mario movie really? not being particularly good. Yeah, but uh, I stand by it. I don't think it's uh, it's a particularly great movie, all things considered. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, is this the is this the full range then? Any other standouts? Anything noticeably terrible that you started to watch and then sucked oh. off? I don't know. I think it might be due to the fact that my brain is so foggy because of the fact right. that I was ill. Okay. But fair enough. I think for the most part, like usually, Nick, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll, I'll usually before I give any mental energy to watch something, I'll usually look and see if it's any good, right? If I look mm. at something and it's got like a, a 12 on Metacritic, I'm going to be like, no, I'll, I'll just pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is maybe yeah. not the best idea in the world because I feel like you might miss out on some stuff if you kind of just go by review scores. Yeah. Like exclusively. You yeah. might miss out on some stuff that you really like because obviously it's just an aggregate, right? There are going to be outliers there. But at the same time, we live in a world where there is just so much good television to watch that it feels like such a waste to dedicate any time at all to garbage television, right? If it's not great, like, why am I watching it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. There I've is got this- a list as long as my arm of, of things that people are like, you should watch this, you should watch Same. this, you should watch this, you should watch this. And so, like, looking at a random show on Netflix and being like, oh, this has got a 42 on Rotten Tomatoes, do I want to bother watching it? You know, I just, I, I usually don't. Yeah, yeah. Because there's two categories, I feel. There's the stuff that you actually want to watch category. And then there's the background noise category where you just will put something on to have as background noise. And it will always be when you surf for stuff without looking at any reviews, where it will be the situation where you're just looking for stuff for background noise, Right. So yeah. if, I mean, if you're going to be surfing and find something random, you're not actually going to be paying attention to it. So even if it ends up being something you'd like, you might not even be aware to that fact because it's just on. Um, a few, a few, a couple of weeks ago, I put uh, like a uh, uh, an anime movie on, right? Oh yeah. Um, and I think I even put the dubbed version on, right? So it was in English, just because yeah. I knew that I was putting it on for background noise. You were going to focus on it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have no idea what happened to that movie. I was in the room <laughs> that this was playing in this whole the whole time, right? Two, one and a half, two hours, thereabouts. No idea what happened. Absolutely oh, no see, clue. I can't do that, man. I cannot do it. I I do have stuff that I will watch, like, kind of passively, but it's all stuff that I've seen before. Like if right. I'm putting background TV on, it's probably like a rerun episode of The Office. Or like it's usually like a sitcom that I've seen previously. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I'm looking for kind of background television, if there is something on that I've not seen before, I think it would actually annoy me that I didn't know what was going on. Like that I was zoned out on it. You know what I mean? I'd catch like a sentence or two, and then I'd be like a little annoyed that I didn't know what. I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I can't ignore what's going on. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, this was the first time I actually put anything on TV as background noise. My usual day-to-day watching is earphones in, stuff on YouTube while working, right? Yeah. But I'll, I will actually pivot to concentrating if something interesting happens in whatever I'm watching. This was the first time I've ever put something on the TV without paying attention. And it was, it, that TV could have been off for, for, all, for all I cared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people do that, right? Like, yes. I think a lot of people watch TV, like, whilst fully on their phone. Like, they are, like, I cannot, I cannot read on my phone while watching TV. Like, if I'm, like, at that point, I'm not watching TV, right? At that point, I'm, I'm on my phone, I'm scrolling, I've completely zoned out what's going on on the TV. So I don't know how people do it, man. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I want to say that I do that. I think I do a lot of messaging, scrolling, news checking all the usual stuff right while something's on tv but i think i can i can actually concentrate on both i'll just flip very quickly um like i can i can pivot like if it's like a quick message like someone's like you know hey you know are you free tomorrow at three or whatever and i'm just like yeah like i can you know i'll like i'll I'll do like if you message me like and you know you're like hey can we push till four o'clock tomorrow i'll be like yeah that's fine four works for me i'll know it's not like that's fine but mm-hmm. like I couldn't scroll Twitter whilst on while watching uh, like I could, but I wouldn't be watching the the TV. Show. Right. I couldn't look at news or something, right? I'd be just completely checked out of it. Okay, so you're a focus on one thing fully. I'd be interesting though, like you know, I don't. I, I think everybody is right. I think I'd be interested if because there are going to be a lot of people who say that they can fully concentrate and fully grasp everything that a movie or a TV show is trying to give whilst also being on their phone, but. I am like 95% certain that if we did a comprehension test after the episode of the movie or TV series to see what you remembered, I think the people on their phone would, would score much lower than the people just paying attention. Like, yeah. And they wouldn't know it, right? Yeah. I think no, it's one yeah, of those I where agree. you ask them, you're like, hey, how much of that did you did you clock? And they'd be like, oh, like 95%. And in reality, they got like 60% of it, right? They mm-hmm. got the general gist, but I think they probably miss a lot of what was what was really in there yeah yeah i mean i i know when i do it a lot of times if i notice something has happened i will um go back a bit i'll pause yeah. and go back a bit or sometimes i'll even just pause and just keep flip-flopping but i've got this i've got this thing now it's bad right i've had this for probably about a year and a half now and it's really they bad call it adhd <laughs> yes <laughs> it's bad in ways um i can't do work right or do any chores or anything without having something playing on the background. Right. It's like conditioned now. Yeah. Apart from, with the only exception being, if I'm if the work I'm doing involves either listening to or recording any form of video, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, then I'm watching that. Um, You're not watching Netflix on the other monitor right now as I we should speak. Be. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe that's... Maybe that's the play. <laughs> you don't know that I'm not, Isaac. If I keep looking at it, I've actually got you <laughs> on on this side, and I've got Netflix on this side, which is why I keep looking this way. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like, I, that doesn't surprise me. I think a lot of people are probably like that. I, I don't think I have this issue. Like, a lot of the time, I've got, like, a smart speaker in the kitchen. Hmm. And oftentimes if I'm going to like put the dishwasher on or make some food, I'll ask my smart speaker to, to play Spotify or something. Mm-hmm. But 
a lot of the time I'll sit there and I'll kind of just be in my own thoughts about it. And I, it won't be until I'm like halfway through preparing a meal that I realize I've not asked her to put music on. You know what I mean? Right. I'll just be thinking about something, whatever it is, intently. Um, and I forgot about it. And I also, I, I, I really dislike whenever, I don't know, sometimes you ask a to put, sorry, I, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> you have to beep <laughs> <I'm> sorry. that out. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I ask my smart speaker to, uh, to play Spotify and then just, you know, a, a song comes on and it's not the mood you're in. You know what right, I mean? But I don't, okay. don't want to have to stand there for five minutes, like either getting my phone out to pick a playlist that I actually want to listen to or being like, hey, smart speaker, skip track. And then a new one comes on, it's still not the right mood. And you're like, mm. hey, smart speaker, skip. And it's just like, so sometimes I'll just turn it right off again. I'm like, no, it's not for me. And I'll just do whatever just I'm doing. Just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing though, I don't know if you have this. I cannot, like, I, I don't know. For, for me, my brain, I cannot type whilst, whilst audio is playing. Like if I'm listening to music and or spoken video, I, I cannot focus on like typing out a passage of any kind. If, a, if an email comes in, Unless it's very simple, you know, if you're like, hey, can you do four o'clock? I'll be like, yeah. But if I have to write a sentence or more, whether it's in Discord or whether it's like an email response or something, I'll go and I'll pause Spotify to focus in on what I'm doing and then I'll replay it again when I've done. Okay, I think this is where we differ because yeah. I, I, my reference to working pretty much always when something is playing, there's a lot of typing involved um a lot of kind of creation of of materials and stuff so i want to say that yeah i i can type when spoken words is is playing i'm trying to think back though i think when i am communicating with someone though if i'm specifically emailing someone or messaging them on whatever collaboration software right I, i'm trying to think back I might pause sometimes then mm. to to form this more because I have to concentrate a lot more and then yeah. send it off and then go back to what I was doing. But then again, I also am very pausey with what I'm watching while working anyway. I pause whatever I'm watching a lot, which goes back to that double concentration thing and how I flip flop between the two. But I can definitely type pieces while listening to stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Even I remember in in like high school, I had a friend who was like, you know, whenever he was doing any kind of revision, would always listen to music, and I cannot do it. If I am um, trying to like read and comprehend information, I cannot be listening to music at the same time. Like it just doesn't. I, I can't do it. Right. I'm I'm okay with like background noise. Like if there is incomprehensible noise, I'm fine with that. I know some people don't like you know loudness, but uh, if the noise is incomprehensible, completely fine. But if it is, if that like, so I think like if I was at like an airport or a bus station, I could, you know, read and comprehend just fine. I could, you know, write and comprehend just fine. But if we were sitting in a quiet room and you were talking and I had to try and read and comprehend while you were talking like two feet away from me about something completely different, I would not be able to read and comprehend that information whilst you were talking. Wow. I don't think. Okay, interesting. So the noise cancelling earphones is a good investment then. <laughs> I don't think we think it'd work right because I think if you were stood next to me talking, the noise cancelling wouldn't really You'd be able uh, to hear it. Yeah, yeah right? that's true. At least it would be quieted slightly. I'm trying to think. Yeah, maybe I hear a lot of background noise day to day because I live in an apartment and there's neighbours and people outside. Right, there's all kinds of yep. noise all of the time, um, and people blasting music and stuff. And I think that maybe living with that for a number of years 
has tuned me, has conditioned me to tune that out, if that makes sense. So I've had guests before and there's been like banging upstairs, right? Stuff clattering around. I think they've got a wooden floor. So you hear like the footsteps (laughs) and stuff. And they're like, isn't this really annoying? And I, and I say, honestly, I don't notice it. I don't notice it anymore at all. And I think that might contribute to my resilience to, uh, to to that kind of thing. Although in saying that, there isn't a lot of spoken words that I can hear. Um, yeah. But there it's is always a lot of the music. Case, it's always the case, right, that whenever somebody who doesn't live in an apartment goes to somebody's apartment, that person always has like a, a, a tap dancer who lives above them with wooden yeah. floors, right? Like it's <laughs> just every time. <laughs> oh my God, I could go on a massive rant about the people who live upstairs. There's been, <laughs> since my tenure living here, there's been, I want to say three different tenants in the in the flat upstairs right yeah number one i think there was so many people living there in a two-bedroom flat that i think they were like kicked out because it was actually illegal like because the the the, the property wasn't yeah the property wasn't (laughs) registered as a home for multiple occupations so that was so they got so they got chucked out um then there was a couple fantastic lovely didn't hear anything and then now there's another couple i don't know what they're doing i honestly the amount of times where i've considered like putting a a a note outside their door (laughs) because it's directly above me so i know i would know which door to go to and be like hi please the sounds are being transferred to the surrounding apartments. <laughs> please, can you, please, can you refrain from? Like, it sounds like they're deliberately throwing stuff at the floor at like one in the morning, right? It's ridiculous. And there's like running around, like there's like there's no children living there, not that I've seen anyway. Um, at all kinds of hours, I, six in the morning the other day. I woke up, I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. <laughs> Someone's There's, throwing toasters at the Honestly, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's it's a nice flat. Like yeah, I can yeah. I can see from from where I walk in. There's this like like it's it seems well kept, but I don't know what they're doing. It's ridiculous. And uh yeah. But weirdly, right, only between I wanna say Monday and Thursday, right? Every weekend, right. nothing. It's like they don't exist. So I'm, I'm really interested in the lives of these people, right? Because <laughs> they seem to be like either living there for only a few days a week and then going somewhere else. Or yeah. they like go into some kind of hibernation mode, right? <laughs> the second half of every week. It's so interesting. But but yeah, so... But yeah. the previous tenants, the, the bajillion people living in there... Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of clattering, and I think that's when I just got accustomed to it. But if, then there was a break, and now it's back. So I'm 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 feeling it. I uh, I've never lived in an apartment, so I, I I don't have the 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 experience here. If you were to leave the note, would you like? Would you just leave it anonymous? Is that what you're yes. thinking, or would you you wouldn't be like you know respectfully or downstairs neighbor? You you wouldn't be like. Isaac, the amount of times I've thought about this note, I could, I could, I could list it off. I could tell you exactly how it goes right now. I can tell you which font I'd put it in. Comic Sans, obviously. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, "Hi," I'd make it. I'd be very friendly, right? Yeah, super I'd be like, friendly. Hi, um, just wanted to let you know that um, 
there are loud sounds being transferred to the surrounding apartments, right? Mm. I don't want to make it too obvious which one it's coming from. Um, please, can you refrain from um, kind of, you know, dropping anything or just basically telling them, by the way, I at least can hear this. But obviously yeah. I'd be like, we can hear this because yeah, I want to yeah. I want to make it a little bit, you know, a little bit uh, less obvious. Um, yeah. And then I'd just be like, this will be much appreciated. Smiley face. Thank you. Sure. Blue tack, A4 paper. Have you, have you ever had a note? Have you received a note like this? I have never received a note. I received a phone call once from building reception saying, hi, um, hope you're enjoying your party that you're throwing right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, would you mind closing the window? Because um, it's basically just noise going out. I think it was like 11pm. Um, and I think there was a lot of like talking and loud chatter. So I was like, cool, no problem. And it was summer. So it was, so I I had the window open. So I was like, yeah, cool. No worries. Shut it. And they were like, oh, it's not, it's not just you. It's not just you. I was like, it's definitely just me. Uh, closed it. (laughs) I have also had, um, neighbors, not the upstairs neighbors, but different neighbors in line vertically with me who have like, I've seen in the general communal areas the next day and they were like oh did you have a good party yesterday or like did you have a good time <laughs> and i was like yeah thanks but they because i don't do those kinds of things frequently i yeah. think they don't they don't really it's care every friday it's not yeah. every friday yeah exactly I, um, exactly i'd be interested i guess to see how your downstairs neighbors feel about you right like how they would describe your endeavors like do they think you're just throwing stuff at the floor all the time are they like this this guy you know he's always i hear faint mumbling all the time at 11 a.m in the the morning right right i i've wondered this many times so um the first thing is is that the 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 sound isolation in the apartment complex where i live is really good like i can play quite loud music in the kitchen go to a bedroom through the via the corridor and as long as all the doors are shut i can barely hear that there's music playing in the kitchen uh definitely can't hear any dialogue and i've never heard any voices come through from upstairs or downstairs apart from when there was a baby once and it was screaming his lungs out super high frequency three in the morning when everything was you know dead quiet i think that was the only time i've ever heard voices so it's really good now The upstairs neighbours, from the sounds that I can hear and the way the sounds come through when I think things get dropped, they've got a wooden floor. And I think that really doesn't help things, right? I see. You've got carpet. I've got carpet. So all of my walking around, if I drop stuff, you know, all of that that kind of deal, I don't think anyone can hear anything. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. The only exception is the area where my kitchen is, because I have a, a large living space. The area where the kitchen is, is linoleum. Because so it's kind of squidgy anyway, right? It's like um, vinyl, right? Like like a vinyl floor. Um, So Is is linoleum like a sponsor? Is that... I don't know if they're a company. I have no idea if linoleum (laughs) is like a a material, like like a brand material or a... um, Or not. Yeah, I'm... I don't think it is, you <laughs> I, know. I've never heard linoleum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, liner. Sure, okay. I've heard, I've heard people say liner. Okay, I had no idea it was yes. short for yeah, linoleum. Yeah, 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 there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. Lino flooring. Materials such as solidified linseed oil, pine resin, ground cork dust, sawdust, and mineral fillers such as calcium oh carbonate. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't expect it to be made out of that. <laughs> it's just it's like landfill. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, at least it'll be good for the environment. Oh Ooh. gosh. Um, yeah, sense, so, yeah. So so that's fine. The bathrooms are, are fully tiled. But then I'm not stomping around in the bathroom. I've been, it's been, I've been told many times that I'm a really quiet walker. Like I'll go up to someone and I'll like be like, hi. And they'll be like, ah. And I'll be like, what? I was just walking normally. And they're like, no, you're really quiet when you walk. I, um, There's been multiple situations. I've never been complimented on the, on the silentness of my stems. <laughs> <laughs> this happened more than once in many different like, places right i've been in houses i've been here i've been in my family home people people always say oh my god you scared me and i'm like what i was just walking <laughs> i was ninjaing around <laughs> so that i think that wild, also man. helps right um yeah. i have also always wondered how much sound transfers when we do this because i naturally speak quite a bit more louder when we do this right and I have always thought, you know, especially when I shout something, does that actually go upstairs or downstairs? Um, but I'm not sure. I have no idea. Um, I want to say no. When like a, a creeper walks up to you in Minecraft and you go, what? Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> I think that may be at a stretch is heard. But then those are always at sociable hours, right? So I don't think yeah, it we don't too record it at, at like three a.m. Exactly, anymore. exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think we're safe in that department. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think I'm a For good. Sure. I, I'm a good boy, Isaac. I'm a, a good, good boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also, Nick, finally finished the latest season of Black Mirror as well. I don't know if you've seen uh, this season six. I have of Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have seen it. What did you yeah. think, man? So, but before you answer, I guess I went into this because I, I was a little delayed in watching it my girlfriend had not seen any of it so we watched the whole season start to finish right nice like oh we've been okay. we've been working through it slowly over the last yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know month or whatever since season six came out and so a lot of my friends and family finished it before i did and the general response i got was that like they didn't like it they thought it was kind of meh they didn't really love it and uh and so i'm interested in what you thought of, of season six okay uh season six so um Beyond the Sea, very good. Yeah, yeah. But I thought the ending Aaron could have Paul, been better. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Lock Henry, yeah, very good. I think those two are my joint favourite. Um, the one with, um, the one where where they ripped off Netflix, basically. Uh, oh yeah, sure. That's called Jonah's Awful. Yeah, that's the one. Jonah's Awful. Well, so I noticed on that one, right. In previous seasons of Black Mirror, I think they have mentioned Netflix by name. But this time around, they renamed it to like Streamberry. They yeah, gave it like a generic and, stream name. And I watched because it. The <laughs> I watched it at the beginning. I was like, why are they doing this? Right? Yeah. And then eventually, as the episode goes forward, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's why they've, they've, they've yeah, right. changed the name of the, the streaming platform. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I that, quite like that episode, though. I thought, I it, was thought it was good. good. I thought it was good. starting episode, yeah. It was very kind of like self um referential, like I guess, a, or like um, exactly, self aware. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um and then and the, the last two episodes are there's there's Maisie Day, which is the uh uh episode with uh, the paparazzi lady, which I thought was the weakest of the, the season. Same. I didn't really love it. Yeah. And then I actually really liked uh, Demon Seventy Nine, the last episode of the season. I thought that was a good um a good end 
to I, to the run. I quite enjoyed that as well. Um, I really liked the um, scenes and settings, like the the style of the whole thing. It was like nineteen, kind of like 70s 60, 70s, something. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. I I, I liked the um, cinematography from that and the just like the sets and stuff. I didn't I didn't hate that one either. I thought it was quite fun, but it wasn't yeah. very Black Mirror. Right. That's see. That's the thing that I think a lot of people that I talked to. So I really liked the season. I thought it was a great season of television. I think it's like, again, having watched all of the seasons through, I think season six might be one of the most consistent. You know, seasons <laughs> like two, three, four, and five all have good episodes, but some that are like I think worse. Whereas yeah. I think season six might not have any of the super highs or super lows, but I think it's definitely more consistent. But I do get what people are saying when they say it doesn't feel like as Black Mirror-y as some of the other seasons yeah but uh, yeah. I, I really liked it i thought it was a great a great season um i, I agree with you that uh, lock henry beyond the sea uh, good episodes uh, great episodes beyond the sea um yeah it's a bit of a slow burn but uh, i think i think it's good um i do agree that lock henry might be my favorite episode of the season um, mm-hmm. it's just good i, I really liked it i enjoyed yeah, it yeah 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 lock, yeah i agree lock henry was the best one beyond the sea would have been great i just I had an idea in my head of how the end would go, mm. and it and it didn't quite. I think the ending was very rushed, like it was all of a sudden yeah. this happens, three minutes of TV done. That's yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. I sure. think they yeah. could have played that out more and developed that a little bit. Um, obviously, that costs money, but I think it would have been it would have been rated better um, yeah. if if they did if they did flesh the ending out. A little bit more, like ten minutes more, right? Not much, ten minutes more, and uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of a plot change as well. Um, but uh, but I thought it was it was. I do know what you decent. mean. It, it and maybe they're going for that because it feels like a bit of a slow burn all the way up to the end, and then it's just like bang, done, end. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like oh, it's exactly. over. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which maybe is like like, oh. like I said, maybe what's what they're going for, but um, but who knows? Uh, definitely a star-studded season. Like they've definitely paid a lot more to have. I don't know if they paid more or if like just more actors are more interested in being part of the season, you know, part of the series. Uh, but like, especially that episode one, Jonah's Awful, it's got so many cameos in it. It's it's wild. So yeah, no, it's quite interesting actually, because I know of someone who acted in that episode, right? Oh yeah. Um, friend of a friend. And so I was, I got a little bit of intel about that whole thing because um, I also you know Annie Murphy? Pardon? Do you know Annie Murphy? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> this is, the person who I know acted it was it was a much it was a it was a smaller part. I, I will say that. <laughs> um, it's it's all about the agents, man. Yeah, yeah. This is what I realised because I also noticed. So this conversation about this is spawned from when I watched the Barbie movie, and I noticed the Barbie movie had so many characters from the TV show Sex Education in it. Sure. And I was like, whoa, like that was, it was like an abnormally high amount of people who yeah, act in Sex Education life. were in the Barbie movie. Um, I think I could, I think it was three or four. Um, and um, so then I was asking my girlfriend who knows the person who acted in Black Mirror. I was like, right. do you know like what's behind this? And she was like, oh yeah, basically it's just all about the agent. Like the agent will be will have had some tie into this movie, and so will have got all of these people together into into what auditions and getting the parts and stuff like that. So I imagine an agent with multiple famous people 
might have had a tie-in to Black Mirror season six, six sure, right? Yeah. yeah, and then so basically they, they, then Netflix and then would have gone back and forth and got all these people in. But you are right, it was very star-studded, especially with the Aaron Paul one. I was like, wow, that was... Yeah, um, right. I was like a pretty, because that was full protagonist as well. It was. And that was like, I think the longest episode of the series. It's like an hour and a half long or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing that baffled me is that like, the whole, I'm going to spoil that episode a little bit. Um, The premise of that episode is that there were two guys who were in space for a long time, right? And they have like these, um, like little brain links to fake bodies on Earth, right? So they've got these fake human bodies of themselves on Earth, but they're not like real humans, right? They're robots. So they have like these robot lookalikes on Earth and then up in space, they can just go to sleep and kind of wake up as the human robots, right? And spend time on Earth as their human counterparts. And then they kind of occasionally go back to space, you know, eat, do some maintenance, work out, make sure their bodies are there, don't decay, all that kind of stuff. And my first thought was like, oh, this is going to be like a an Aaron Paul cameo situation where Aaron mm-hmm. Paul goes to sleep and then wakes up as somebody else on Earth. But they didn't. They they paid him for the whole episode, right? Like, he's in so much of that episode. He's, like, the main character. And, uh, yeah, I really thought it would just be, like, a Aaron Paul goes to sleep and then somebody else wakes up, you know, right. and he's maybe in it for all of, like, eight minutes at the beginning and end or something. But, but no, they did, uh, they went all in on it, man. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Enjoyable. Apart from that, you know, man, I've not been watching any TV, really. I haven't been watching anything. I I did. So I went to Harry Potter World last week. Uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. don't know if you've been. Wait, wait, Very, is Harry Potter in the UK? It is. It's in Watford, uh, near London. Uh, at the There's a big Warner Brothers studio uh, there. Oh, I had no idea it existed. That's where a lot of Harry Potter was filmed. Uh, a lot of the in inside shots of Harry Potter and the... Is it the Forbidden Forest, I want to say? A lot of it sure. was shot in this studio. Um in that area. I forgot the exact name of it. They had a, a name, um, but it was basically a, it was a Warner Brothers own studio near London. And it's freaking massive. I could not believe yeah. the scale of this place. So basically what they did was they filmed through all of the Harry Potter scenes in this, you know, in this studio. And then they took a lot of the sets and preserved them and then turned it into a tourist attraction. But when I say they took the sets and preserved them. They really, like, these are the full-scale sets, right? So the whole... I assume you've watched Harry Potter slash read the books. I've seen it, yeah. So the entire Great Hall preserved, um, along with... I think that a lot of that was also potentially filmed in Oxford University, So, but they had the room preserved. Um, They had Gringotts Bank in its entirety preserved. I thought that would be a green screen job. So they had that I think, preserved. I think it was amazing. I think it's too early, right? Like, if you watch the movie, I think it would have been very obvious if it was a green screen effect, yeah, especially in like two thousand and four, whatever. Yeah, I think like, it was. I think it might have been two thousand and one. You know, or maybe even ninety nine. Because well, I, think the, I, the, I think the final. Oh, I think the final film is the like, final um, film was like two thousand seven. Yeah, I want to say 2010, because I, I think it was when I was... Because I watched that on a plane, definitely. And I really I want to say, watch Deathly Hallows Part 2 again. I want to say that the first movie might be 2001, but like the, the first yeah. book might be like 99 or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it is 2001. Um, but they had, they had a oh, spoiler alert, they had the two versions spoiler of Gringotts <laughs> Bank, right? And it's, it's 22 years old. 22 years old, <laughs> to, to be fair. Okay, if, you've, if, you're, if you if if you this spoiler affects you... You should have watched the movies, all right? 
If you've gone 22 years without watching the first Harry Potter movie, you know, it's on you. You're not going to watch it. It's on you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they they have the whole of Gringotts Bank and then they have the whole of Gringotts Bank in its destroyed version from the final films, which is really interesting. And, and you just see the level of like craftsmanship and detail that goes into everything because these are just teams of hundreds of people who go to auctions who go on ebay they buy all of these like things that they think will help with the sets and they just kind of every little piece of it is like fine-tuned it was it was insane that's the thing right and i think it's something that you miss in in modern movies because you are right these days they'd vfx all of it they wouldn't bother with any of it right they get digital mm-hmm. artists and they'd vfx the whole thing right and like you hear about you hear stories i watched an interview of like somebody who worked on like old animated disney stuff and they talk about just like sitting in a room and spitballing ways to come up with like sound effects, right? They'll get like a brown paper bag or something, or they'll get like a, yeah. a pen and they'll tap it, or like trying to think of different ways, unique and interesting ways of coming up with like the sounds of leaves or the sound of like a twig breaking, whatever it is, right? Which I just don't think you get anymore, right? No, like no. obviously you, you you do to an extent. Some some movies do that, but a lot of the time they'll just VFX the whole thing, and sometimes it looks so. Bam. artificial right yeah no it's crazy like it was even things such as um the so one of the sets was the potions classroom right and they had yeah. all of the potion bowls with smoke coming out of them with the little stirrers moving in the bowls like they made those um the door in the great hall with loads of different mechanisms that twist and turn real they had it and it was like wow. moving actively in front of everyone so it's so cool that they have that and then the one of the most impressive things was they was they had a i want to say it was like a one to uh, one to 50 or one to 100 maybe scale model of the entirety of hogwarts and they take a uh camera on a little uh, spider cam and that's how they get all the shots of Hogwarts, all the external shots. They built a full blown. It was it was really big, the uh, the scale model, um, and they have to update it for every movie. And they had the the camera kind of going in all these, and it was all like little LEDs in the windows and stuff like that. Um, and they they have the camera go like past all of the the different parts of the buildings that they want to get shots for. And it's just things like that, right? You'd think would be VFX, but it's I, actually I mean, it makes real. Sense. Because, like, obviously the castle exists, but I imagine 2001 is pre-like advanced drone tech to where you could, like, strap a camera to a drone and just have it do a pre-programmed flight path, right? And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I guess you got to get creative with it, right? Yeah, exactly. So, no, it was super impressive. Would recommend. Um, It was was interesting as well. So, first of all, we booked it three months in advance. And so we went on a certain day of the month, right? And... Three months prior, we were looking, I think we booked it on the same date in that month. So like, you know, like call it the 20th, right? Um, and it was literally booked exactly three months in advance. And it was wow. as in, if we didn't book it on that day, the date we wanted would have been gone, right? So it was really, it was really, really busy. School holidays probably played a, bit, a big part in that as well. Because yeah. um, there was quite a few um, kids and younger people about, but uh yeah, no, it was really impressive. We had a time slot, right? You have an entry time, but you don't have an exit time. I thought that was oh. quite interesting. You don't ever get told to be, you, you don't get kicked out. So if you if you go in the morning, you could theoretically spend your entire day there. Um, we went in the evening. Uh, we went at about five o'clock. So we had 
I mean, we we spent three and a half hours in there, but we could have spent longer. I think we would have got kicked out at like 10 or 11. But it, I thought that was quite interesting. And one of the things that they said at the beginning was that earlier in the day, they had a couple there who celebrated their 70th visit. <laughs> that doesn't surprise <laughs> me, man. That does know, not right? surprise me. And apparently the record is 150. Um, wow. I know. And I'll tell you, man, that wasn't cheap. I think it was like 60 quid a ticket. I I honestly thought it would have been higher. Like, I feel like you could knock 150 out in a year. 100%. I'm I'm surprised that, like, it's not higher. There were some dedicated Harry Potter fans, man. You reckon? Uh, 150? I'm I'm really surprised, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true, especially if you live close by. But then what's 150 times 60? I mean, not that there's there's not whales so out lot. there who would do it. But, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the thing, right? That's People the pay thing. for anything, man. It's not nine grand, I, I think. You know, I to, to go back to your previous point, though, man. I hate the like overuse of green screen in in movies yeah. and TV shows these days. I you see it so much, and like it just looks so bad. I was watching um, the newest season of Ted Lasso recently, mm-hmm. which is good television, but um, Ted Lasso is a, a TV show about. Um, this American dude who comes on, he, he runs a, a UK football club, right? And so a couple of the, like, scenes are just, like, actual football matches, right? And so the camera will, like, switch to one of the coaches, but he is clearly stood in front of a, a green-screened audience, a green-screen, like, stadium of people, right? And it just looks bad, right? You know, right. When, like, a normal camera has, like, that smooth uh, transition of, like, bokeh, right? Where it's, like, not very aggressive bokeh, like, the closer to the character, and then as it gets further away, the bokeh gets real aggressive right you get these giant bokeh balls uh, as it blurs out right but with the green screen it's just the character and then directly behind him is just these massive bokeh balls and you can see like the softness around their character as a whole and it just it just, and they don't get the skin tone right you know especially like with certain characters they'll pan the camera and they'll just look when the lighting just doesn't match up and it just looks out of place and it just it, it, it irks me, man. It rips you right out of the, uh, the immersion. I, I dislike mm. it tremendously when they do it. I mean, I get not paying a whole stadium's worth of people to be in front of him for that one scene. But at the same time, it's just, it, it it's really not a good look. Uh, well, I hope you're ready f- for that to get a lot worse. Because the, the next right? generation of VFX is coming and it's AI, right? It's just going to be people <laughs> typing in what they want and it will spit out something a little bit broken. And they'll be like, yeah, use that. Use that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not confident. <laughs> the the oh. tech for VFX, you, you will get better, right? Like that will get better. But then there's this, there's this like double lined axes graph, right, of... How much better VFX is getting versus like the 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 easiness of just yeah. using AI and the cost savings from it, especially with everyone um in Hollywood striking as well. Yeah. People are kind of thinking, oh yeah, let's let's use this um as well, the, the a... writers gone. I was gonna say that a lot of people are saying let's use this as a reason to then start to use AI for the writing and for the the VFX and the acting and stuff as well. Because I know some big actors and actresses have had their likenesses portrayed by AI to an extent, right? We saw it like many years ago when when it was required for scenes of people who died. I think the most yeah. famous one was um, the Fast and Furious one with uh, Paul Walker, right? With the, the one of the movie that had him with the, the two cars like splitting, uh, on that road i think that was like the first like whoa like that's that's like a major thing um but like now i think the tech's pretty good but it's not it's it's like consumer goods not yeah 
movie studio good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, you are right. I think the writers are on strike at the minute, and then uh, the, I keep reading stories nonstop about like um, VFX artists wanting to unionize because they are just like worked to the bone, just like, like grounded to dust. Digital artists are nonstop. Like uh, it, it sounds horrendous. I don't, you know, envy them at all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me because every single like scene of every single show is like all VFX now, right? Everything Marvel puts out is just all, mm-hmm. and Disney, I guess, to an extent, just in general. It's just that there's such a demand for for VFX. It's it's crazy. It's madness. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, so yeah. So so my goal, right? T- two months before I went to, to to Harry Potter World was to watch every single Harry Potter movie. It came to the weekend before. And I was like, right, I'm going to watch every single Harry Potter movie this weekend. It then got to the day before and I was like, right, can I watch every Harry Potter movie in one day? I got through two. And oh, I, I see. had to give up. But that is the only thing I've watched. Man, that's the only thing I've watched. You've seen them before, right? Like this is just a recap of them? I have. I, I have. Which so, was right. fine, right? I have seen yeah. the movies before. I've read all the books as well. So I've got quite a good... Um, idea of understanding of, of the whole yeah. thing yeah and mm-hmm. and also when i got there scenes and sets and pieces from movies that i hadn't watched immediately prior to going i was like it was like a memory unlock right i was like oh that's pretty cool i remember this and i was like oh i remember this um dumbledore's office was quite a cool one because i didn't see that in one and three um yeah but you watched uh, one and three I watched one because it's the first one. Three yeah. is my favourite, so I then watched three. Because I was like, right, I've got a slot for one more. I kind of know what happens in two. I'm just going to watch three. Screw it. Interesting. And People... Th- I was, uh, like you, the first Harry Potter movie I ever watched was five, right? Right. But yeah. I think, I've, I, think I've, I think I watched them in order. I don't know. But um, I... People... I, there's a surprising fondness for three. I don't know what it is about three. Like to, to me, it doesn't stand out as being like a particularly great movie compared to the other movies. Um, but people seem to love number three for some reason. Like you're not the only person who said that to me. I've, I've heard a lot of people be like, three is my favorite of the, of the eight movies that are available, which is, is interesting. 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 I don't know what it was about three. There was a lot of things that I liked about it. I think also that's when it, bec- Harry Potter became really dark as you, it got as, so dark, yeah. really dark as you advanced through. Yeah, and I it think did. three. Well, it, got, it got darker than compared to the, the first episode. Is definitely like a children's movie. Right? Yeah, the first movie. right, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Um, so by the time and then episode six, number three is there's a werewolf who like a human who transforms into a werewolf. Who's, like, yeah, you know, breaking yeah. out of his skin and yeah, it's definitely exactly. a, a change in, <laughs> in scenery. I think three was the best mix. I think maybe that's why it's my favorite. It had a lot of lighthearted moments. Um, oh, I see. A lot of fun stuff. But then it had that element of darkness as well, because that was when all the Dementors got introduced as well. Um, so I think that might be why. You're thinking the future movies kind of lean just a bit too heavily into just everything's dark and despair and there's not enough like levity to, to the, so. the whole movie. I think so, yeah. Especially, for, but maybe just from the movie perspective as well. It's interesting. There's a, there's a Harry Potter TV show coming in a few years. Yeah, um, I think I've heard this, yeah. Yeah, which is... Is it HBO? I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is HBO, yeah. So yeah, I think that's true. I I I have I want to have high hopes, um, especially because <laughs> I prefer TV shows to movies, and because I've read the books as well, they're so much more fleshed out. Because you've got you know what f- you know hundreds and hundreds of pages. I think Order of the Phoenix, which was my favorite book, more than six hundred pages, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it was like six fifty. I think it was near seven hundred. 
Um, so you just get so much detail. Hopefully they can convey more of the books into the TV show that that ends up on HBO. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that how that comes across, especially with different actors, right? It's going to be really weird watching Harry Potter with different actors, um, but it'll be nice to have like a bit of a, a, a new take on it. It's going to be weird to us, but I think we're just old men. Again, the fact that the first movie is 22 years old is staggering. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess it's time for, for you know, there have been other franchises that have rebooted substantially faster, right? I'm, a, I'm actually surprised it's taken this long to get to the point where, I'm, I'm surprised they're not making more movies. I'm surprised they've not committed to like a, a seven movie reboot, honestly, right? Like, that must be something that, like, maybe Rowling doesn't want to do, right? Like, maybe yeah. she's happy with the current movie, uh, the current movie setup, because I'm sure Warner Brothers wants it. Like badly, right? You know, with Marvel and Disney dominating, I'm sure they want to milk what they've got for all it's worth. And the fact yeah. that they've like the fact that there's not a ton of stuff in this like Harry Potter universe, I'm sure is something that WB are not are not happy with. They uh they had Fantastic Beast, didn't they? But that didn't take off so well. Yeah. Um, yeah I guess. So maybe maybe they're those. putting it. No, neither. I haven't seen any mm. of them. So maybe they're putting their eggs into the TV show basket, which is interesting. Who knows? Could be the next Game of Thrones. Could be the next, <laughs> um, I don't know, The Idol. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see how it goes. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah. One of the things, Isaac, that uh, that you informed me of on your week of illness was a new Pepsi Max flavour. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not, Not a sponsor, sponsor at all. <laughs> Sorry, cola, cola-based flavour that claims they're sweeter than other cola brands. Um, I just got a photo from Isaac with the word <laughs> Pepsi Max Mango on it. And I, I, I think I opened it the next morning. I was like, oh, interesting. I'll put this on my shopping yep. list. Um, for people who have watched us for uh, any lengthy period of time and Isaac himself will know that I've had terrible luck with acquiring um limited flavor edition drinks uh whenever there is something new isaac tries it and then i say oh cool i'll get that for the next time we record (laughs) i end up going on like a two-hour side quest right (laughs) to go and find these drinks i'll end up going to all of the major supermarkets none of them have it then i end up going walking into town and then i end up at some random co-op right or wh smith and it will be there. Um, that, but see, it's bizarre. It's crazy because I never hunt these out, right? I never go out looking for these beverages. I don't know if it's just because I live in a less populated area. Maybe they don't sell out as fast. But like I walk into a store, I'm like, oh, they've got a, a, they're advertising a new flavor of whatever it is. I pick it up and I'm like, hey, Nick, have you tried it? And Nick's like, I'll go find it. Yeah, <laughs> it's then... nowhere. It's desolate. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Um, maybe it is is to do with that. But it was it's really bizarre that it's not in the bigger supermarkets. Um, but this one, I went to do my grocery shop. I had this flavor of Pepsi Max on my, on my list. Went to the place I usually go to grab a bottle, right there. I was like, oh, beautiful, fantastic. Um, so I got it. Here it is. I tried it by accident yesterday uh, when we were, <laughs> or a couple of days ago, when we were doing a, a game stream and I had it ready thinking we were going to do the podcast. And then I said, Isaac, I said to Isaac, I won't try it, right? And then I muscle memories it because I'm so used to picking up the glass that's in front of me and drinking its contents that I just did it. Um, but I said that I would purge the flavor from my memory, right? So I've done it. Okay. So 
For context, Isaac, obviously, given the story that I've just told, has tried this. I have, yes. Okay, so I'll try it, and I'll give you my thoughts, and then you can uh, either concur or disagree, right? So bottoms up, everybody. I've been waiting an hour to do this, so I can actually just drink more <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> they are um, they come out with a lot of flavors, man, Pepsi Max. Like, they do, You don't, don't see they? many Coke flavors, but they have, like, they've had ginger, they've had, like, strawberry, they've had, like, lime, they've had maybe, like, a raspberry. They've had, like, so many of these different Pepsi Max flavors. Lime is all over the place right now. I saw lime everywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is which I think is that was the last one. I think they're kind of right. switching to mango, maybe. It's quite nice. It's definitely mango. Yeah. It's a bit It's a bit peachy, you know. If someone told me this was Pepsi Max peach, <laughs> I would believe them I, fully. I think it's fine. I think I it's not fine. Buy, I would not buy more. I agree is the, completely. Is the thing. Um, I think it smells kind of like a like almost like a mango sweet that I've had at some point in the past. It smells very, mm. very kind of mangoey. I don't know if it tastes as much. I, I don't love the it's, aftertaste. It, it of does it. smell very mangoey. You're right. right. It, it smells, smells like a mango. Mm-hmm. Mm. But for me, the initial flavor is quite nice. The aftertaste is is less nice, and I'm just like, eh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the aftertaste is a little bit off-putting, though, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm gonna wash it down. <laughs> Ice cold that's vodka. That's better. Yeah, that's the only way I get through these. <laughs> when I did bring this stuff into the room, there was condensation around it as well. I promise. For those I just... watching, for those listening on the audio format, Nick just held up a uh, maybe like a 400 ml glass of, of clear still liquid. Uh, yes, so. that looks like water, but isn't. <laughs> It's like, that's like, that's like 10 pounds of vodka right there. <laughs> to be gone by the end of the episodes. Oh, I gotta say, man, Cherry's the OG. What can I say? Cherry's I think they're trying the to replicate one. the, the, because Cherry's like an evergreen flavor now, right? For Pepsi. Yeah. Mix. And I think is. they're trying to, to maybe catch gold again or something by, by having like another flavor. Cause I imagine initially it was just like Pepsi Max and then they were like, oh, we'll try Cherry and it took off. Right. Um, I do agree, cherry is, is great, but the mango, it's not it's not it for me, man. Mm, interesting. I'm not, I'm not about the yeah, I agree. The mango, the mango life, and I love mango. Mango might be like one of my favorite. It's probably top five fruits. I love mango, but like yeah, the the mango flavor in the Pepsi Max, it's not for me. <sighs> Are there many mango flavored things? I'm trying to. think. I don't think so. There's like tropical no. juice, which is like mango yeah. and pineapple, right? Um, yeah. There's a lot of like cocktails that'll use mango. Uh, That's as true. a flavoring for some reason. Um, and then there's like some sweets and stuff, I guess, like, you know, usually like the kind of starbursty style stuff where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, chewy, chewy, sugary stuff, I think usually has like maybe a mango flavor. But other than that, I don't really think there's a lot of mango flavored stuff. You don't, I, I don't really see like mango yogurts or anything, right? No, you don't really see it on its own, do you? Which is interesting. Um, given that mangoes think, are nice and expensive nice, as well. But I think it's kind of a mellow flavor, is mango. Like, if you eat an actual mango, it's sweet, but I think it's quite mellow. It doesn't have, like, the the sharp aggressiveness that, like, pineapple has. Pineapple is, like, notably pineapple. Whereas I think even now, the fact that you've kind of almost mistaken it for peach, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it, it, it doesn't have such a such a distinct and, and notable flavor that you're like, oh, yeah, that's mango, right? Yeah. No, that's interesting. Which I think is why it often gets bundled into like tropical, right? Even if it is just like kind of mango. Yeah. 
hmm. Well, it's a good job I bought a two-liter bottle of the stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I bought a two-liter bottle. Like, when did I send you this message? Maybe like this two weeks like, ago now? <laughs> so yeah, but I think it was, uh, I, I want to say it was last week. I think it was like a week ago, you know. It was seven um, days ago, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I have, uh, I've drank maybe a glass of it. I've got like 1.8 yeah, liters I, left. <laughs> I have a cherry Pepsi Max in the fridge and I think I'll have that one from now on still. Oh, yeah, right. Dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I will finish this glass here. Um, but, but, but I think that'll be my only one. Yeah, yeah oh, well. no, I was uh, not super into it. Speaking of trying new things, I mean, I, as I mentioned earlier in the series, uh, series, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast episode, I was in Amsterdam the week before last. And my, my favorite part about going to any new country, about going to any new place really, is just trying new food, right? Yeah. I love trying new food. I love like experiencing whatever they've got there. And um, Amsterdam's a really interesting place, right? Because it's it's a it's a major city, so they have food from all over the world. You can get everything, right, in Amsterdam. It's a beautiful city, by the way. Really nice. Love and it, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. But um, I, one of the evenings, me and my girlfriend went to this uh, fairly fancy, like, French restaurant. Fancy where they had, like, f- eight menu items. Four of them were starters, four of them were mains, right? And you just picked one of each, right? And um, the menu item that stood out to me on the starter menu is one that we talked about before nick and that is steak tartare which for those who don't know is a beef made up of a beef a meal made up of raw ground beef so it is but that's basically it right yeah and obviously usually the 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 concern is that like you're going to get ill if you eat raw ground beef which is not recommended like it's not recommended you go to the supermarket and buy ground beef and then just eat it raw i think if you're going to make steak tartare, I think you have to, the, the idea is that you take beef that you know to be good and fresh and then grind it then and there, right? And then eat it. Kind of how you can eat like a steak rare, right? You can cook it very sure. lightly and it's fine. Or even blue if you want, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's fine. Whereas like ground meat is not recommended to be in just because it's been processed. It's been exposed to a lot more, you know, bacteria and stuff. They make it in mm-hmm. giant batches with giant machines and it's, you don't know how long it's been sat on the shelf for. And yeah. there's all kinds yeah. of stuff, right? But anyway... I uh, I went to this restaurant and um, I uh, I don't know if I sent you a picture, Nick. Actually, I'll send you a photo. I haven't here. seen a photo. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a of look. This uh, steak tartare. Because uh, I had an immediate question, but it will be answered by this photo. Oh, what's your question, man? My question was: Did it have a raw egg on top? Because many steak tartare dishes I've seen do. Yeah, it didn't actually. Okay, interesting. I don't know whether or not there was like raw egg incorporated it or not but you are right maybe like an, an egg yolk it's maybe that's how they formed it right yeah um, to into yeah. like i assume it's in a circular shape i guess i'm about to find out you are about to find out if uh <laughs> my uh the discord on ios doesn't have access to all my photos and i'm trying to give it oh, access to mine's to, the to, same to one more photo and it's not yeah. liking it yeah every time i send you a photo <laughs> i go through this exact right. process it's <laughs> really <Rimmel>. annoying <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yes share that photo oh there it is okay cool i understand right boom and send look at that okay let's have a and look if you could tell the uh the audio listeners what, oh, you, uh, wow. what you see oh it does look very fancy so i'm looking at it kind of looks a little bit like a ground beef patty that you would fry up as a burger so that is lining the Maybe very like a smash, layer of the smash plate. burger kind of a thing smash right? burger it's exactly not, it's not like a perfectly uniform disc exactly exactly it's quite thin um on the plate and then on top are some 
I want to say watercress, a little bit of radish, raw radish, um, and some crispy bits. Um, I have no which, idea what they are. They were tasty though. Yeah, they look a little bit like an Indian snack. Um, they do, right? Like almost. I forget the name of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with a little bit of actually, like there's a little bit of sauce around there's a the few edges. Dollops of sauce, yeah. The yeah. I immediately thought well. that was the raw egg, but I guess it wasn't. Um, but like so, the, the meat, the, the raw meat itself was seasoned in, in some way. Um, okay, so every time I've seen steak tartare, I've not tried it, but I've seen it um, a few times because other people have ordered it. It was in a perfectly formed circle, yes. like mm-hmm. a, a, a burger with a raw egg cracked on top. Usually just the yolk, right? They have like a raw egg yolk just kind of placed just on the top. Yolk. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I've always thought, seen that and thought, my stomach's already sensitive. That would finish me off, which is why I've never had steak tartare. Apparently, it's easier to digest, man. No way. Yeah, because I Googled it afterwards. Really? Like, I, I had a feeling it was safe, right? I didn't think they were going to sell it if it was yeah, like, yeah, I was going to yeah. get ill. But I was Googling it after the fact, like a few days after I got back. And yeah, apparently, like, it's easier for your stomach to digest the raw meat than the cooked meat. We would just obviously cook it because we don't want to die, right? So... Apparently it's, you know, you, you might be fine. I can't speak to the raw egg. Again, I don't think I had one, but... Um, yeah, yeah, interesting. And the the other thing I've heard is that it, it's it's treated with lemon juice. Sure, yeah. Steak tartare. Was there a lemony taste? Uh, probably. It was delicious, by the way. It was oh, very that's going to be my next question. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very nice. I really liked it. It was seasoned. I didn't like... Um, it's been like two weeks now. I couldn't have, I couldn't pinpoint the lemoniness, mm. but I think it probably did have like a, 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 a zing to it that was probably like a, a note of citrus in there for sure. Interesting, because apparently, from what I've heard, that's how they also ensure that it's safe. Yes. Because lemon juice kills the bacteria. I think that's what they do with sushi as well, uh, from what I remember. Um, it's like a, but, a, a little light acid, almost. Exactly, exactly. Uh, while also enhancing the flavour. That's interesting. What's the f- texture of ground raw beef like compared to cooked raw beef? It's very soft, right? Comparatively. Right. The, the flavour is surprisingly not dissimilar. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, it tastes like if I blindfolded you, you might even say that it was just ground beef, like just soft ground beef. You might, you might even know that it was. Like, there's a chance you wouldn't know that it wasn't cooked. There is a little bit of like the um, the fattiness that is definitely noticeable. Like when you cook ground beef, obviously the fat kind of um, uh, melts, you know, there's a better word for that, but um you render, mm. you render the fat out, right? The fat renders out a little bit. If you have a, like, if you throw like a packet of ground beef into a pan and cook it, you'll be left with like rendered fat in the pan, right? From yeah. where the fat has come out of the beef. And obviously when you eat it raw, that's still there. So it definitely tastes like uh, more fatty, which is, is delicious, right? Because fat, right. you know, it tastes good. It, it has fat that kind of like almost, yeah, it's almost like a velvetiness that you don't get from cooked ground beef. But, uh, but from a, like a base flavor standpoint, not including like the mouthfeel and texture, it's, it's surprisingly similar. Oh, okay. Interesting. I might try that sometime. It's surprisingly good, man. Yeah, I just need to make sure I'm not doing anything the next day, just in <laughs> the case. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> the next week, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming, I mean, I, we'll, we'll say that that didn't make you ill. We'll say it was the flights and the exposure <laughs> to thousands of people. <laughs> the, my illness was like a, a respiratory infection. It wasn't like a... Yeah, um, yeah, like a stomach an illness bug or anything the, like the that. Stomach, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. to be honest, man, so I had this as my appetizer, my starter, yeah. if, if you will. And um, and then 
there was a few options as a main, but then one of them was like a sharing option, right? And that's what we ended up going with because the sharing option was like cut the beef, and it was like this okay giant. It, well, it was it was beef, and my girlfriend likes beef. Um, you know, she likes steak. Uh, she likes mm-hmm. it rare, and I was like, yeah, sure, sounds good, you know. And so we got to order it, and it was quite pricey. But and, and I'm expecting this kind of tiny bit of beef that we that we share that's going to be tasting, right? Like but a what fillet, comes out, almost. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. what comes out is like the biggest piece of beef I have ever seen in my entire <sighs> life, Nick. I don't know how you feel about steak in general. I love steak. I'm a big steak fan. Yeah, 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 Nick, yeah. Look at the size of this thing. This thing comes out between the two of us. It is seasoned oh to perfection. Lord. And it is gigantic. And that looks fantastic. Look at the salt crystals on that. That's what I'm saying. Holy they seasoned crap. that incredibly well. Uh, wow. It came with a little side of like roast potatoes as well. It was fantastic. Oh, very nice. Uh, could you describe for the for the listeners what you see on the, yeah. uh, so <laughs> on the screen? I'm, I'm looking at two photos. The first is a dark plate with sli- it looks like a sliced bone-in steak um, with quite a bit of fat on it on the plate uh, with a lot of salt cracked on top, um, and a little pot of some kind of sauce or gravy, I assume, on the side. Yeah, I think it was like a tarragon gravy, okay. is what I called it. It was just like a little nice. gravy. It was testing, yeah. And then picture two is, uh, yeah, like quite large roast potatoes, quite crispy with, yeah. I want to say ketchup and mayo is the two It dips. was. I was oh. so surprised that they came they? out with ketchup because it's like a fairly fancy place. It was a fancy place. I felt sort of place as well because I was not dressed for the occasion. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when they came over, they were like, you know, the, the, the waitress who came over was like, would you like, any help with like the wine list she was offering recommendations on the wine right. list and i was like i was like they, they've given us a, a they've given us like a cocktail menu and then a wine book there's this nice like, they had so much and i didn't order wine i ordered a cocktail because i'm like i'm not a wine expert yeah and, uh, and i was like no thank you i'll just have the cocktail please um and she was like oh okay that's fine but um it was so much beef man we didn't finish it is the thing like right. unfortunately okay. we were in a bit of a rush because we mm-hmm. had like a, another thing planned afterwards. Sure. And I cannot describe, like, I don't know if the picture does it justice, like how much beef there is there, because we both really liked it. And I'm like, at, towards the end of it, I'm trying to force down this beef because it is so good and I don't want to waste it. But at the same time, I just did not have the stomach capacity. It would have taken me like three hours to eat that much beef. Right. I think that I think the photo doesn't do it justice. Because to me, immediately, it looks like a large steak. Yeah. But I assume that from the description there, it was quite a bit bigger it's than that. massive, man. Yeah, it's it looks so a bit like big. a tomahawk steak. I don't know if you've ever had a tomahawk steak. I've That's seen one, like I've a, not had one. A big-ass steak. Yeah, I've, I've same here. I've seen one, never had one. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah. um, I think it's like a slice of. Um, if you Google rib of beef, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think it's um, and I've I've, I've had rib of beef before. I've made it at uh, at Christmas, but um, I think they've taken rib of beef and then uh, just kind of sliced one of oh, the uh, the bone. Yeah, right. I see. I see. Which is pretty hefty. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've one of the biggest mis- mistakes I ever m- made was going to a steak. The best steak I've ever had was at a restaurant in Bristol in the UK. And it's one of those ones where you 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 they give you the steak raw and you cook it yourself. Um, and it was quite a quite a fancy restaurant. And I, I went with my brother and uh, I, I was like, OK, let's get these these steaks. Right. And our, both of our favorites are ribeyes. So mm-hmm. these were fairly expensive steaks, right? Um, but being a fairly upmarket restaurant, we were like probably quite small. Similar mistake made. They bought them out huge. 
and we had two of them. <laughs> and we were saying afterwards, after eating, we did manage to eat all of them because we weren't on a time limit. I had to drive two hours to get home and I was feeling <laughs> food Entering coma, the meat coma yeah. high heaven, right? <laughs> but uh, that that was, yeah, that was, that was a similar mistake. We were like, we could have just shared that between the two of us. That's what well, you did. Exactly. You did that. Yeah. It's because like, uh, like a, a normal steak in the UK, if you go to the supermarket and you buy a steak, a standard steak is like 200 grams, right? Mm. And if you order, if you buy a large steak, it might be like 400 grams, mm. right? I get the feeling that this piece of meat I got might have been over a kilo. It was <laughs> so much beef. It was actually staggering how much beef there was there, right? Goodness but, me. Um, it also came with like a, a salad bowl thing on the side, like a walnut salad or something, but it was also delicious. But man, I um, I have never seen, and, and I had beef tartare to start with, steak tartare to begin the meal. So like, on, I, was, were, I was beefed I'm out, man. I'm surprised <laughs> you went mooing after that. <laughs> that was so much beef. Oh my goodness it's me. so much beef, man. It was incredible. Um, well, I your eye levels. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> your eye levels would be through the roof. <laughs> Someone knocks you on the head, it will make a thunk. <laughs> I had to go back and uh, I had to go find a gym and get that protein used, Honestly, right? Honestly, right. 100%. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and you know, speaking of uh, tropical earlier, another thing I tried in Amsterdam, I mm-hmm. wanted to try uh, to go to McDonald's, right? See what their differences were. And the first thing... I noticed when I went there, they had the standard milkshake array, chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, but they also had a tropical milkshake as an option Oh, at the Amsterdam McDonald's. It was surprisingly good, man. I really liked it. It was very surprising. Another thing I noticed, though, about the McDonald's there, Amsterdam loves their chips, right? They have chips and fries everywhere. Feebo. Did you walk past many Feebos? Like, they're the fast food restaurants. They're the fast food restaurants, like a red theme, right? And uh, I went to a few of them when we went uh, last year. I went with a few friends. And they you go in and the um, all of the food is behind like lockers and you pay. And then what you just, the lockers open and you just take the pre-cooked food, right? I remember you telling me about this. I did not see this though while I was there. No way! Surprising. No, I did not see it. But oh. um, I did notice that like, it must be because um, in, in Amsterdam, they got they got chips everywhere, fries everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think the common practice is to have them with mayo, right? They're like dunk your mayo into the, 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 basically like if you're a ton of, there's a ton of small little outlets. All they do is serve chips. That's all they sell. And basically, you'll go up, you'll say, can I get like a small, medium, or large? And they'll give you like a cone, like a paper or cardboard cone full of chips with like a sauce of your choice. And usually it's mayo, which then I was less surprised, I guess, because I went to the McDonald's. And here in the UK, you don't get mayo at McDonald's. They just don't have it. But um, in Amsterdam, they had like these giant pots of mayo or like specific fry sauce, which was like, I can't remember the Uh name of it. And I don't speak, you know, uh, the language of the Netherlands. Dutch, yeah. But... um, it was like surprisingly pickly. I tried that as well. It was like a surprisingly pickly mayo-based dip that they had for the fries as well. It was like called Fritz sauce or something like that. Oh, but, uh, interesting. I was just surprised. They had these giant like mayonnaise-based tubs of both mayonnaise and this fry sauce that um, you don't get in the UK, which I assume hangs to be due to the fact that the Dutch just really love their chips and mayo. Yeah, that's probably it. Here you don't get here you get the tiny pots of the rancid stuff, which we discussed last episode. <laughs> well, they don't even sell mayo, right? There's no mayo at all. In no, the, in, no. Well, they had, yeah, they had the they had the, the chipotle mayo, but that's gone now. I think I think that's done. So yeah, clearly not not a uh, clearly not popular enough. Which is interesting because I think all the other places do it right. Not not KFC maybe, but I want to say Burger King does. 
I think KFC might have like a buttermilk garlic mayo or something. But um, yeah, you're right. You are right. Here in here in the UK, I think it's just more of a Euro- European thing to dump dunk fries in mayo. I think if you mm-hmm. were to poll the UK, a lot more people would either dunk them in ketchup or barbecue sauce or no sauce at all versus mayo. Right? I think it's just less of a common thing here of just dunking stuff in mayo as like a dip. I feel like here mayo is used more as like a a condiment on sandwiches and burgers and maybe in sauces. Right. Sure, which is crazy, sure. by the way. Mayo is delicious as a dip, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know a few people who pick it any day over ketchup as a dip, and will just dip that everything it's in mayo. It's so much worse for you, though. Jeez, it's terrible. <laughs> it's the horrendous. funniest thing is, is when I when I'm on the Five Guys <laughs> Deliveroo, right, and it's like choose your burger, and it's like you know 850 calories, and yeah. then it's like choose your toppings, and it's it's like ketchup four calories, grilled yep. onions twelve calories, yeah, uh, regular onions ten calories. No, it's yep. ketchup, 130 calories. Not like, what? To Mayo, spread some ketchup on my burger. And, it's, uh, and I always pick it, but... but Mayo or ketchup? It, both. Oh, you said you said I ketchup. Put, you, you started with ketchup for calories, and then you said ketchup again. I assume you meant mayo oh, the sorry, second time. I meant yeah, mayo. Yeah, yeah. I meant mayo. Yeah, mayo. <laughs> no, like it is like 150 calories. calories or something. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what? It's not even like they're giving me a, a pot of the stuff. No. They're just spreading a little bit on my burger. It's, it's so crazy. Bad, well, it's like it's you'll so see these bad. little the little dips pots, right? And it'll yeah. be like ketchup, twenty three calories, and then the same size pot mayo is again it's like one hundred and thirty calories. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> you ever made your own mayo, man? <laughs> I haven't. No, I have, and I it's know just what, all oil, I see, right? It's just oil. It's just yeah. pure oil. You just whip. You just you. I, what did we make it in? I want to say we made it in my like protein shaker, my automatic protein shaker, and you just pour. More, you stream and it more in, yeah. and more and more oil in. It's like eighty percent until yeah. it's whipped, and then you turn it off and you're done. I've it's, made a few. Uh, I've made a few like salad dressings, and I think they're very similar because like the few salad dressings I've made have been like one egg yolk, a mm-hmm. bunch of different flavorings, right? Like I made um, a miso one that had like miso paste and sesame oil, but then uh, then you just pour in like five hundred mil of all of like a neutral oil and yeah. you have to specifically use like only thirty grams of what you've got for like a giant two-person salad because if you go any more it's like you're eating more calories in dressing than you would have done in like any other yeah, than you would have right. like a cheeseburger and it's it's just not worth eating the salad anymore <laughs> exactly you might as well just have something else yeah it's, it's insane it's how calorie dense oil is it's madness mm-hmm. this is not a food mm-hmm. podcast by the way if you're wondering it's not I promise I promise <laughs> I promise this is why my air fryer is was was a good personal health investment because <laughs> I um I don't oil pans, right? Stuff I cook in the pan, I don't oil the pan. I just chuck it in the air fryer and just go for it. I do have like the the spray, some like the oil spray. The one calorie the, spray. The one calorie oil spray, which I, I don't really believe. Sometimes I'll spray that in, <laughs> um, <laughs> but but not often. You've got to put like uh, not point not 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 one newton grams like, of you, you've got to pressure like to get one calorie. This much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to you got to twitch it, not push yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm always quite intrigued by those because quite a lot of spray comes out, but then maybe yeah. they're right, right? Because it I, is just all spread I out. I was looking at the back of it though, and because I I bought we've got like I think there's a there's a name brand one, right? That Fry is light, what you, I think it is. Is what I imagine you have. Yeah, yeah. And then a few weeks ago I was in the supermarket and I bought um I was looking to get an olive oil version, right? Because I, I use olive oil all the time. And I was yeah. like, oh, we could probably, you know, use fewer calories if we spray the olive oil instead of pouring it in, right? Sure. And so I was looking, and there was the two brands. There was the the name brand, and then there was, like, the supermarket own. And mm. the supermarket own, the ingredients, 
extra virgin olive oil. That was the only ingredient. With the name brand one, it's only like half oil. The other half is like not oil, which I think is how they get the calories down. Uh, I think there's like a bunch of other stuff in there that like helps it spray more because I bought the supermarket one thinking... I want just extra virgin olive oil. It sprays like garbage. It does really? not come out well at all. It Is just kind of like dribbles out as you. Yeah, it's so right. bad. Whereas the name brand one, like, really sprays out and covers a it large does. surface area. It does of the it pan. Does. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's really interesting. It's like the chili powder again, man. Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's not quite what it seems. <laughs> that's very interesting. I'm not, I don't think I've ever looked on the back. I need to have a look. Um, yeah, there's quite a lot of, of ingredients in there for what is. Should just be oil, right? Yeah, it's just supposed to be oil. Well, that's confidence-inspiring. I think I might go back to not using any at all. <laughs> just just putting my food in there without any form of oil, which does come out not bad, to be fair. Um, I think it depends what you're cooking, right? Um, the I trouble is the oil just tastes really good, man. Yeah, that's the issue, isn't it? Because a lot of times I cook chicken in the air fryer. One time I'll decide to cook it in the pan... And I'm like, wow, this was amazing. <laughs> it tastes so much better. Yeah. yeah I'm but... looking here at this uh, Fry Light Oil Man and the uh, mm-hmm. ingredients. Yeah, ripsy oil, it. which yeah. is canola oil, 50%. And then it's water, alcohol, emulsifier, lectins, natural flavorings, thickener, xanthan gum. So it's only 50% oil. The rest of it, the other half is water, alcohol, yeah. emulsifiers, other, other stuff, which is probably how they get the calorie amount down, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it, it per spray is not 0.2 milliliters, so the one calorie is per 0.2 mil of wow. uh, of spray, which I cannot imagine is a full like aggressive pump that you would normally do. I can't no. imagine that's more than one. I, I right? always thought it's like a little bit of a teaspoon's worth. The teaspoon's what five by definition. So yeah, my my <laughs> name brand one it is olive oil. I deliberately oh, really? seeked the olive oil one out. I wonder if the the makeup of that is any different. I see it right because here. Fry like extra virgin olive oil, one cow. That's the one. It is extra virgin olive oil, fifty one percent water, alcohol emulsifier, sunflower, lectin, natural flavorings, and then xanthan gum again. So it's you, still fifty one percent. You reckon fifty one percent is just just so they could call it extra virgin Probably. olive oil? Almost oh, so, certainly. So we've got man. over half. <laughs> Almost just certainly. Yeah, as much as possible there. They've just gone over the, the tipping point to, to be able to call on, it that. on 0.2 milliliters, that means you're going to get a thousand sprays out of one bottle. Well, I've had it for uh, many months and I've not gone through it. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know how much left in it. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, that's one spray a day for three years is what they're claiming. quite a long time, if it's isn't it? it's 0.1 mil, uh, 0.2 uh, mil, sorry. I don't spray one per day. I probably spray like <laughs> once every three days. So this is going to be like a... Oh, it's going to be nine years, man. I know. We're going to be going into the 2030s with this. Well, that's, that's if you're using 0.2 mil, which, you know, that's question... That's true. That's true, which is TB, uh, TBE, to be experimented on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try it, right? I'll have to, I'll have to spray some into a spoon and come back with my findings. Uh, like a yeah, I've got, I've got a, um, I've got a scale... It's got like two um, compartments, one for like regular measuring or regular weighing. It can weigh up to 20 kilograms and one that can only weigh up to 200, but it gives me weight to the nearest 0.1 grams. Like it does like a ah. really fine tune weighing. And so maybe I'll have to, because I think we've got some of the name brand stuff as well. I'll have to do one of my squirts into the, like into a container on the light one and see how much I, how much it goes up. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I get more than 0.2 grams worth, right? Interesting. And then you could, you could see the, you could weigh the bottle 
Oh, would you be able to wait? No, you can't, can't wait the bottle. Like wait yes. before and after. You could potentially wait before and after, right? Yeah, yeah. And then wait it, spray it, wait again. Yeah, that's true, actually. And then you might be able to get like a a, a, a weight per spray. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like you could you could put it on. You can zero the scale. Take it off, spray yeah. it, put it back on. It'll go into the yeah. negatives, I think. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, you sprayed, <laughs> you sprayed 10 get, grams. <laughs> get the milliliter from that. Yeah. <laughs> the oil's just so dense, man. What can I say? What can you say? <laughs> or maybe you've just got really strong fingers. Yeah. Just burn gosh. it out. I know. It's like most of the time I try to be fairly conservative with the oil, but like when it comes to making like a Christmas dinner, man, I go through so much olive oil. Oh, it's not even yeah. funny. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly killing people with the delicious food I make at, at Christmas. But I, there's so much fat in those meals, but they're so good. It tastes way too good, man. This Christmas dinner, I think, was the first one. It was the first one that I made from the raw ingredients using a recipe box rather than buying it from oh, a I supermarket. Um, and it was the first Christmas dinner where everyone was like, this is insanely good. But it was yep. also the first Christmas dinner where I actually did feel a bit ill after eating it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, That's I don't want to eat anything thing. with fat in it ever again. Yeah. I want to go to bed. Because I was, it was ridiculous, the amount of oil there. You take like a bird of some description, usually a turkey, and then you see recipes and they're like, yeah, just, just coat that thing in olive oil. Just like rub yeah. it all over with yeah. salt. Those roast potatoes, yeah, dunk them in goose fat. Dunk, yeah, them that, swimming what, in goose what, what fat is what say? you want, they, or duck yeah, fat. <laughs> that's it. But the, the, the HelloFresh box, they said, pour olive oil into the baking tray that your potatoes will be in. And yep. they said, what was it? One one centimetre or two centimetres deep? Deep, yep. <laughs> so they, And they put it in the oven so it starts bubbling like a deep fat fryer. Pull it out put the potatoes in and then put it back yeah, in. So you was yeah. actually like shallow frying these potatoes. You're not actually yeah. roasting them. No. Um, yeah. But then was, you got like, was, you know, heavy. honey roasted carrots or parsnips, toss those yeah. in olive oil as well. Yeah. Get those in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh. It's, um, it's, it's oh. delicious stuff. And then you've got mesh. You got to fill that up with butter as well. And yeah. then gravy. And it's just, it's too yeah. much, man, but it's, 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 it's fantastic. It's only one day a year, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. It's That's one day a year day. that takes off three weeks of your life, but. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So at least you only have to celebrate it, uh, hopefully eighty times. Take away, take away two hundred and sixty weeks off your life, <laughs> but it's worth it. All right. Oh, oh god. Yeah, man, oh, it is. No. Uh, it's it's bad, man. Also, yeah, speaking of um... the Last of Us, man. Mm. Uh, earlier in the in the episode, I um I went for the first time in my life, Nick, to get my blood drawn the other day. It's never. Oh, right. It's not something I've ever had done. Like okay. at least not in living memory. I might have had it done as a child or something. Sure. I've had my finger like pricked before, and I've like squeezed blood out that way, right? Like there's like mm. at home tests that require like just you prick your finger and then you dribble it and then you seal it off. It's whatever. But the other day I went to a like a, an actual clinic and I had my blood drawn, man. And um, I want to say they did a pretty terrible job of it because they they tried one arm, right, on my my right arm, and um, she was like, I can't find the vein. I'm gonna try your left arm, right. And my left arm, she found the vein and pulled the blood out. But this was maybe two days ago, man. And my arm currently looks like I've been bitten by one of the infected from The Last of Us. Right? Oh my goodness, me. <laughs> Look at this. Holy scenario crap. That is going oh my on. God. <laughs> You're not joking. <laughs> Look at this. So this is where she took the, the blood out, right? There's like the little hole here. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea what the heck this is. 
the That's whole thing crazy. looks kind of almost greenish. Right? Oh my All she did Lord. was draw blood. I don't get it. Oh, that is that is that is that is not also, normal. I don't want to, you know, if people are screamish, I apologize. But as soon as I left, I had like a giant lump here, just below where she'd taken the blood. There was like a big lump of something. Right. I was like, what the heck is that? And I Googled it, and apparently it's like, it's somewhat normal. Um, okay. Like it wasn't, like I had to go to the hospital straight away. And it went down. But like, it's been a few days, man. It just you, keeps that looking. That is a bruise. <laughs> right? This punched you, right? Or you like <laughs> fell over I was, and landed it, on that area. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they, they made that's... me sign like this giant waiver before I got my blood taken. So I'm sure I have no rights in terms of complaining oh about God. it. But jeez. That's it crazy. Hurt. Like it doesn't feel anything at all, right? Sure, sure. It's just, it just looks like I'm... I'm mutating slowly but surely. It's it's yeah, wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's nuts. I've I've had my blood taken quite a few times. I I think I've had it taken twice this year. Um, oh yeah. But every single time I've ever gone for a blood test, I've always been complimented on my veins. Like you can right, see yeah. mm-hmm. here, right? And um, the, it's quite prominent in the part where they take blood. Like I can feel it. So I think I've just got very easy veins to find. Yeah. So they don't usually have problems sticking the needle in and pulling like, out. She wasn't like fiddling around with it. It didn't take her long to get it out, which was surprising. Right. I don't know. But I'd also not been like, this is my first time. I was not told of anything ahead of time. Like I get there and she's like, um, after she failed on this one, which I I don't have as prominent veins as Nick does. Mm. But um, after she failed on my right arm, she was like, have you drank a lot of water today? And I was like, no. (laughs) She was like, oh, you should really, you know, drink a lot of water to make the veins, you know, uh, bulge Uh up a little bit and make them more easy to, to administer. And I was like, oh, okay, but the, no one told me this ahead of time, so yeah, I, I'd not done yeah. it. But, but yeah, no, it was um, oh. like it wasn't it wasn't a painful experience. It was completely fine. It was just um, after the fact. I uh, I have uh, I have a, a visual aid to remind me that I, I had my blood taken a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you won't you won't forget that. <laughs> I think the, the the only time where I've ever been bruised from a from a, a needle is uh, the COVID vaccine. That was the really? only vaccine I... Because I get the flu jab every year as well, and that's usually always fine. That was the first time where I ever actually felt sore. I felt I felt like I got punched in the arm. I was like, oh, that was a bit weird. <laughs> it went away after a couple of days. It's completely fine. But I think that was the only time. And I I want to say there was no bruise. Maybe there was a tiny one. But I've been lucky with the old uh, with the old blood tests. Yeah, I, like, I don't think I've ever had like a, a, a bruise from like a, a vaccine jab or anything like that. But um, but no, this one was just you know my girlfriend keeps looking at it, being like, "What the heck is that? What the like, hell what, is that? Yeah, what, what, what did you do? What happened? Yeah. They, did you uh, did you lie? Did you say you had a blood test and really you were going to meet the mafia or something? Yeah, and they just, right. You know, tried to Deal cut your gone arm wrong. Off? Deal gone wrong. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh. Yeah, that's uh, that is that is quite the um, that is quite the bruise. <laughs> You should audition, man, for the uh, for the next zombie show coming out. You can be like, you'll save the makeup team a little bit of money, yeah, right? right? I can just pull oh. my sleeve off and be like, ah, that's that is that is that's very fun. Oh. Uh, I um I've not been up to too much over the last few weeks, right? Like I've either been working or I've actually just been visiting people or being away. I haven't really done any like major things near home. But because um, I've been out and about right uh, around the country, I have been kind of uh, getting up to some activities and stuff, right? And I've kind of been walking about. I've uh, been down south a couple of times. So I was uh, I was on the coast um, in a coastal city a couple of weeks ago, 
walking. Probably about 11.30 p.m., right? I thought you were going to tell me your speed, three miles an hour. Yeah. First you're walking. I don't, I don't need to. You already know it. Three miles an hour. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I've got my uh, my team following you all the time. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. It's the part of the protection uh, benefits yeah. right, that I get. <laughs> so they'll, they'll have seen this too. <laughs> um, and uh, we were walking past, we were just kind of walking on a, a general high street, right? And uh, walked past an Iceland, right? Yeah, which is a store oh, in the UK, not a country. It is a store in the UK that sells frozen goods. Yeah. Now, about 30 seconds prior to us walking past this Iceland, we saw a guy, right, walking down a perpendicular street. Or I should say, like, he was doing what we call an NPC run. He had two bags of shopping in his hand. And he was, like, with his bags of shopping <laughs> running like this. And we were just there, like, haha, like, he's, he's just, you know, probably in a rush to get his groceries home. And then, uh, you know, 30 seconds later, walking past this Iceland, and there was a little alarm going off, right? Like, looked looked over, front door, a classic shop front door, not one that, no, yeah, like the front doors that move, right? The sliding doors. There was just like a a fox-sized hole in the bottom glass pane that had, it looked like someone, like a fox had like jumped through it, right? Right. And we looked at that and we were like, Oh, that was that was quite like that's 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 quite weird, right? And then we walked past it and not really thinking much of that. And then I was with three other people, and at the exact same time, we all had this realization. We were like, "Hold on a second, has the guy we've just seen burrowed into Iceland and <laughs> taken two bags of shopping <laughs> and then burrowed out again?" And then we were like, "Yeah." I think he has, right? We just witnessed someone rob a shop without really thinking about it. But then what we realised was no one else in this area reacted to it either. Yeah. It was a really bizarre experience. We were walking and we'd seen a guy running with shopping, not really thinking anything of it. Then walked past a shop with where clearly this guy is like... I don't know if he's smashed it with a hammer or what, but it looked like he'd burrowed in, right? And then burrowed back out Is the shop open again. at the time? The shop is closed. Oh, right? okay. Well, uh, right, okay, sure. The shop is shut. Right. Sorry, okay. yes, this is important I was going to say, context. right. <laughs> the, the shop is shut. So so the doors are permanently closed. Right, 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 right. right. Okay, uh, I this, understand. This, this guy has, has burrowed in past closing time, got... Two bags of, of of frozen goods from what it looked like, and then had gone back out the hole he'd created to go in, unless he got in a different way and then just burrowed out the front, which is not. I wouldn't advise it if you're going to rob a shop to leave via the front entrance. The front, yeah, right. Right. But then the thing was, is that when we walked past this uh, this Iceland, no one else was like reacting. There was quite a few people around. No, everyone was walking as normal. When they saw the guy running, people were just milling around as we were it was just really weird it was like we we were the only people that had seen what had happened no one else i don't know you know man that just might be the uk public you know i feel like people are quite empathetic to 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 crime right? yeah i feel like it's just been normalized people but they, it's also you like see it in videos as well of, of thing of like uh you know thefts and stuff happening people just walk by because you don't want to get involved in it thing. either yeah and i mean like you can't get involved right like the number of times you see a story like the thing is you could try and stop the perpetrator but for what cause 
the, yeah, the best that yeah. happens, the best thing that happens is the Iceland get their food back and the person gets arrested or gets a fine or whatever. But worst case scenario is that like the person who you try to stop sues you for damage that you've done to them for some reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you try and stop them, they fall over, they hurt themselves, something yeah, like coming GBH after you for it. And it's like just that. like you, you just don't, you don't need to get involved in it, right? Which is no, is, no, it's not great. The fact that that's like the world we live in, but you I know, mean, I think we were like, shall we call the police? And then we were like. Probably not. Like, what are we going to offer, right? Yeah, and they've right. probably got the the alarm. Probably contacted security anyway. And then the shop has CCTV, right? So it's not like we could have offered anything, added anything, like offered anything in addition, right? So, yeah, no, that was quite quite an interesting experience. But have you ever witnessed a crime or a theft? I think I've seen it like three or four times. But I've seen the pe- person get thrown in the back of a police car, right? So maybe I've not witnessed oh, the crime, but I've witnessed the the arrest. I've yeah. seen, <laughs> I've seen a couple of, of shoplifting um, endeavors. I've I've <laughs> I've seen like uh, certain people who I will not name that I have like I, I've been there with them, and I, I, like, I'm mm. not stealing the stuff. I have never mm-hmm. I'm not a shoplifter, mm-hmm. but I've seen people like steal gum before, right? Um, it right. used to be the case that like a you know a convenience shop would have like gum at the front, and I've seen people yes. just, like pocket a, a, a thing of gum or whatever and uh, and walk out with it. But um, it's surprisingly common. Is um, it's it shoplifting, especially for small items. You know, it's, it's not something I've I've done. I'm, I'm too scared to, to shoplift. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but even the smallest stuff. But um, but yeah, you, you see you see some stuff. But um, I've never really I've never seen something as uh, dramatic as somebody burrowing into a store and then running out no, of it again. Yeah, that that was definitely <laughs> the most dramatic one. Another one is um, like public like cups like at restaurants and cutlery mm. i think that's another big one i've heard people um, like this, there are so many people who will steal like a full-on glass or yeah. like a, a, a cup or something like yeah, from right. a restaurant which is wild to me I, again maybe i'm just too much of a a goody two-shoes man but i could not like i, I, I physically i could i guess but like I, I wouldn't i would never like put no no neither a, a glass and be like oh yeah, i'm gonna keep this and just stick it in my bag it, or something like yeah right because it's, it's, like, like, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's, it's like 50p. You get it 50p from like right? Ikea but, or Dunelm, right? So, but people are like, oh, I want this, you know. Like, but you'll see people who have like Weatherspoon's plates in their home. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, really like look at the plates. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, I really like the plates. So I took one. I'm like, what? What do you mean you just took one? <laughs> but yeah, people do, the, man. The worst one I've heard from someone I knew was Christmas tree baubles off a christmas tree in a public space i was like wow okay <laughs> baubles can get expensive man that's not a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the, the the aim of this podcast is not to inform the public of crimes to commit we take no action or yeah, responsibility no, for many crimes from this, this podcast any crimes at all yes yes but baubles yeah. are expensive i think have i ever told you about i already have one set of baubles right i mean i'll <laughs> like, show you like, them like a set as in you have one set that has multiple colors or they're all the same color one set that has multiple colors but they're all the same size right probably the box well we we so so this was a few years ago and uh the person i lived with we uh we were having a look and we were like oh like there's um these baubles on argos right for like and we're like wow this is a banging deal it's like 20 baubles for like four pounds we're like yes please 
we got like a cheap tree as well because we were like screw it it's just uh, we both would go individually to our family homes for christmas um and then so so we just wanted like a little celebratory thing for to, for hosting parties and stuff as well it would be a nice little addition so we bought this tree in these baubles and this was during covid restrictions so we had to go outside the argos and you interact with someone outside the argos there's like a table in front of you with yes, a person manning this. it yeah yeah right so we went and we gave the the order number or whatever it was and then they came out with the tree which was in you know a, a fairly large box and we were like yeah cool <laughs> he gave us the baubles and the box was like this big <laughs> and each bauble was absolutely <laughs> tiny <laughs> And the amount of flat we got from friends visiting who were like, <laughs> looks a little bit anemic. <laughs> it got to the point where my mum felt so sorry for me that she gave me Christmas baubles from home. She was like, have this, <laughs> decorate your tree with it. And that made it look better. But uh, yeah, you are right. Baubles, baubles are quite expensive. So you've got a tree that's got like no lights, no nothing, just a peck of of like 20 <laughs> tiny baubles. It's got, we had, we, we did have lights, okay? We okay, did have lights, I'll okay, give it that okay. much. They're, they're wrapped, wrapped a rope light around it. And a hat, it's got a woolly hat okay, on top okay, as well. Okay. And and now I that my picturing... friend who I used to live with has moved out, I put the woolly hat on still. Right. I was just picturing just a bear tree, no lights, no head, just little baubles <laughs> on it. I mean, no, we did put the lights on first, so there wasn't a scenario in which just the baubles were on it. But that would look really bad, especially because it's in a window as yeah. well. The amount of like people I'm picturing like these like, really small baubles that are made for like a miniature Christmas tree that you've honestly, tried to hang. They're, like they're, they're, they're absolutely <laughs> tiny. They're so small. Um, I see on the docket that we got shared here, man, that um, you've written petrol station etiquette, and I'm really interested in what this what this means. Okay, okay, okay. So this this one also this so so. I was trying to think of, of of topics today and this popped in my head and I was like, oh my God, yeah, I could talk about this because this happened oh, a week ago. Um, been driving around a lot recently, needed to fill the car up. I was driving back from dropping someone home, right? It was about 11, 11 p.m., right? Oh, sure, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was on my way back from home. Sorry, I was on my way back home um i needed to drive somewhere the next day so i thought okay cool you know what i'll fill up now because it's quiet i always like filling up petrol either at like 9 30 in the morning or 9 30 p.m right just because it's quiet and i don't have to wait in queues so I rocked up at the petrol station um and for people who don't live in the uk uh i know lots lots of the usa and asia has this you got to fill up your own petrol. You don't have someone doing it for you. As much as I would like that, um, you got to get out and fill your own petrol, right? Yeah. So um, I drove in. Uh, there was a couple cars waiting. So so again, I assume petrol stations are like this worldwide, but there's usually so there's multiple lanes with pumps on either side, and there's usually it's usually two cars deep, right? So there's a car at the front and there's a car at the back. And if the car at the front finishes filling up, the car behind the person at the back sometimes can like tuck in, can go round the person and go go at the front. Um, a lot of times they've got to wait, wait behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to wait. Luckily in my petrol station, you can actually go round, which is exactly what I did, right? So I, someone, I was waiting behind two cars, the front car left. So I then drove around the back car oh, and I tucked see. in okay. at the front. Yes. So because luckily it's, it was wide enough to do that. Um, and then I reversed up, turned the car off, 
got out to fill petrol. Uh, I needed to full tank it because I'm doing a lot of uh, road tripping this week. Um, so I was filling, 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 got up to about, I want to say about pounds. Seven, as, yeah, about 300 pounds. Uh, <laughs> Which is like and, a quarter and, of a tank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, my car, Jesus Christ, it's, it's painful. Um, so as I was, as I started filling, the guy behind me finished, right? Um, and he then went around me and he left, right? Car behind him then was starting to pull in. But then kind of turned, kept turning, kept turning, kept turning, and then reversed into the petrol space, the petrol station bunk, right? So they flipped their car around and reversed rather than going forward, right? So they reversed, so they're they're like facing the opposite way they would normally face. Exactly. They are faced, they are, they are, backwards their car is backwards so so basically they're trying to like you're at a pump where your cap your your fuel port is on your like right hand side i assume like yours on the driver's side yes 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 Yes. is on the passenger side and they've decided to reverse into this spot yeah so so the way this works (laughs) is um (laughs) european cars and cars where the steering wheel is usually on the left have their petrol fuel cap on the right Whereas Asian manufactured cars, and maybe even British, who usually have the steering wheel on the right, petrol caps on the left. I think that's why that is a thing. I could be completely wrong. But wait, so anyway. but your car is your car has the petrol port on the same side as the wheel, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. But because it's German, the steering wheel is usually on the left, so they've. Oh, I see so what you're the saying. Petrol right, I understand. Cap is, and it's. I think it's meant to be so that the driver can get out while next to a fuel pump quite easily, but they don't bother swapping that around for. The other different markets, right? Mine, I mean, it would be mine is the same. Mine's a, a German yeah. car where the, the port is on the side of the driver. Yeah. Exactly. So so then I was like, oh, maybe that's what they're doing. This car parked like th- three meters. They did not do a good job reversing. <laughs> this car like three meters <laughs> from the from the fuel killer filler cap. For, sorry, from the petrol uh, filling bunk. Yeah. The car was a Mercedes. They reverse. So having reversed into the bunk... Their fuel filler cap was now on the other side, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what? Wh- um, my only assumption is that they were drunk, right? Because then they pulled, they re- so then someone, the passenger, because the passenger is now closest to the fuel filling um, pumps, right? The passenger got out, realized that the car was far too far away <laughs> and then got back in. This car then moved forward a bit to like reverse again, almost hit an Uber driver who like had to honk their horn at them and then started reversing. I've never, so so the way I paid for petrol is I used uh, my card, right? So I paid, I put my card in before I filled the, the, the petrol up, right? This was the first and only time I've ever abandoned filling up my car. I was like, that car is going to reverse it to me. <laughs> I yep. literally slammed the pump in, opened the door, closed it, turned the, pressed the start button, handbrake off, in gear, out, right? My girlfriend who was in the passenger seat was like, what, are you all right? <laughs> and she was like, and then she was like, those people behind us were were moving quite mad. And I was like, yeah, that's why I'm moving. We're, we're I'm done, right? So I'm going to fill up my car tonight because I don't have enough fuel. 
I, I'm, it, I'm actually surprised. Oh, go on. I'll let you finish up your... I was going to say, it It then begged the question in my head. I was like, do people do that when, like, you know, normally? Do people ever reverse? I into... have never, ever seen anybody reverse into Same. a petrol station, uh, a petrol pump spot. Same. I've also, though, the, the area that I live in, I've never really, I've never seen a spot where you can, like, drive around. I've never driven around a car into the mm. front uh, petrol station sure. like, slot, right? I've seen... Like you said, um, the majority of petrol stations have two rows. I have seen my local supermarket has like three rows. Mm -hmm. So there's like three um, rows of it. The thing that irks me more than anything, man, is there'll be like five lanes. There's a few things that irk me, man, but there's like five lanes, right, uh, of three. So like 15 pumps or whatever, right? And the far left say pay at the pump, right? Mm -hmm. But it's optional. You can go there, you can pay at the pump, you can choose not to. But people will go, and they will, the, 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 there's not, it's never that busy, right? I don't have this uh, problem that you have where I have to time my petrol. I, I never queue for petrol, right? Okay, I usually just turn nice. up and yeah, drive yeah, in, yeah. and it's fine, right? Yeah. Because they're all quite empty. But sure, um, sure. I will go, and I'll be like behind one or two cars in the pay at the pump lane, and the person will finish fueling, and I, I don't like, mean to stereotype but they'll usually be like 106 years old and they'll go and pay inside and it takes uh, like 40 minutes for them to go and pay inside when i've finished like i got there after them i got out i filled the full tank paid with my card and i'm ready to go and i can't leave because yeah. they're in front and like the it's it's worse when there's like a car at the very front and they've left and then there's the person i'm waiting for in the middle and then there's me at the back and i'm just sat there i'm just like okay i guess i gotta wait 15 minutes now yeah. for this person to come out they never buy yeah. anything. They never, if they no. come out with like a newspaper, I'd be like, okay, at least they wanted something. They just come out and they've just paid for their petrol inside. And it's just a, it's such a small pet peeve. It's just like, just go to one of the pumps where you can't pay at the pump and just use one of those if you're going to go inside and pay. But it, it winds me <sighs> up, man. Man, yeah, no, I don't blame you. This <laughs> reminds me of my equivalent pet peeve, which is when I'm in the supermarket. And people, I always get a trolley, always do my supermarket shop with a trolley. And I go to the large um, self-checkouts yep. where you, where you, that are four trolleys. And there's always people with baskets hogging them up. <laughs> and I have to wait. The the, the basket self-checkout where there's like empty. 20, 20 self-checkout yep. lanes. Empty, yeah. But the people always go to the big ones with their basket and they yep. take forever yeah it's crazy and yep. that's when i'm always like you <laughs> bastards <laughs> i always they've always, always got always they've me. always got the most stuff to go wrong as well right they always yeah, have like right. they've always got something with their shop that they have to have the assistant come over like three times yeah, yeah and it always takes yeah. them 20 minutes to check out like five items yeah and it's yeah, like i don't understand play with cash they're sat there putting their one pound coins <laughs> in one at a time yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's happened to me as well <laughs> I can just imagine you stood there, blood boiling on the oh, inside as you're just no, waiting. No, because like I said, I go to the I go to the supermarket late, right? Yeah, right. I, I go to the supermarket at the same times where I go to fill up petrol. I either go first thing in the morning or like late, like half seven, half eight, and I'm like, I want to go home, right? And there's people <laughs> taking so long. Just go to the, if you if you struggle that much, just go to the um the mantils, the right? There's always yeah, a couple right. of mantils open. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so no, that was my petrol station story. Um, the first time I've ever been a little bit scared at a petrol station, and the yeah. first time I've ever seen someone reverse in. Um, I've which never is, seen that. 
I was going to say that's not a terrible idea. Apart from the fact that the hoses were like one of those extra length hoses that you could bring round to the other side of the car. Which was good, but I've tried using those. and I was just about to start talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just getting ready to to intervene with this this section, Nick, because I have been to many a place. Um, My local Sainsbury's has it. And it's like the the payers you pay the pump pumps have got signs on them that are like, use either side because they've Mm -hmm. got extra long hoses, extra Mm -hmm. long little uh, tubes. I don't know you'd call them for. Yeah. uh, yeah, I think hoses is correct. Hoses, right. And so I'm like, okay. And so I've done it. Like if it's busy, if my lane's off full, I've gone to the other side and I drive a mini, right? Yeah. And it is tight. It, I got it. Like I'm, I'm there and I look like an idiot with the whole tube going over my car and then it just barely gets in. And I'm like, yeah. if anybody has even a slightly bigger car than me, this is not a, a quote unquote long enough to use either side's pump, right? I've yeah. seen cars yeah. that look massive compared to mine. There is, there's just Impossible. no way. There's no way, unless you're parked right up against it, like you're yeah. scraping you the pump. Out. You exactly can't get out. Right. <laughs> this is the problem. No, the I... only time where I tried it, so my my I tried this at a Tesco petrol station, and I and it I it was busy, so I went to the other side, right? Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll try this extra long pump. Just because my car is low slung, that's the only reason I could do it because I had to bring the hose over the boot of the car right yep so i had to wing the hose over the boot and even still i had to have the the nozzle upside down yes right mm-hmm. i was holding yep. it upside down that was the only way if i if i tried to, to, to turn it right side up it wouldn't have it would have just um it would be taut right i wouldn't have been able to do it and after that i was like right anytime i'm ever going to petrol station again i will ha- be happy to wait behind people right. on <laughs> yeah. the correct side of the pump <laughs> Rather than um, yeah. rather than chancing the the other side, um, I've not is, done yeah. it since. Like I, I did it the one time, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm also I would also queue. Like, yeah, no, I, I yeah. don't understand. Like surely whoever thought of that, like the idea is not bad. Just make them like no. two meters longer. Like right? <laughs> if you make them long enough, then it will go around almost any car. But the fact that I don't think either of us have gigantic cars, right? No. I've seen there are, there are some massive cars out on the road, right? The fact that yeah. neither of us have managed to get this to work, unless you're driving like a smart car, I don't see this working, right? No, right? <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. No, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, would like to say with the SUV craze, like everyone's maybe, in big, big boxy Maybe we're cars. doing it wrong, man. Maybe you've got to pull further forward and just kind of go around the back of your car. Maybe, maybe that's like what we're doing wrong. Like you I did the same thing where, because like I, I think I've done maybe what you did, where you kind of you pull up and have your like um, petrol port in kind of in line with the tube, yeah, right. Yes. And then Which like I've done the same thing where I've gone boot. over, yeah. But yeah. I'm wondering if you pull like you know a few feet further forward, obviously not into the car in front of you, but like just a foot or so, if you could maybe go around the back easier, maybe potentially. You know what? Maybe because I think most cars are a similar width, right? There's only so wide a car can be, whereas yeah, obviously height meters. can be anything. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do wonder yeah. if that's what we're doing wrong actually if there's like maybe a maybe. a width possibility there i've not thought about I'll it really but i'll tell you what work. i don't want to try it i don't want to try it i'm not trying it later when i fill the car up <laughs> 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 oh, i'll be oh. there like, like an idiot and then someone will try and reverse into me again <laughs> oh, i uh, thankfully i've never seen uh, a, a drunk person try and uh Try and ram into no, me. No, yeah, like this was. I, I saw the so this was the passenger got out, could barely walk, and I was like, "This is bad." I was like, 
I'm going to like, I, this is when my brain was like fight or flight. They were like, leave, like yeah. preparing to leave, right? And then at one point when the car's white reverse lights came on, I was like, yeah, I'm out. I was like, slam in, engine on, out. I've never pulled out of a petrol station that quickly because <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to get hit. I can't be yeah. bothered to get hit. I mean, at least at you didn't have to go inside. Night. At least you'd have to go inside to pay, man. That would have been... Exactly, right? Exactly. If I had to... I think if Pull I had to go inside maybe. to pay, I would have moved the car to a different spot yeah. and then just gone inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That um, makes sense. <laughs> it's quite interesting, though, this petrol station. Um, past a certain time, and I was past this certain time, unmanned cars only. Yeah, no, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Like, they'll yeah, just have which the, is interesting. the pay at the pump, tails only That's on. it. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. Which is very interesting. Yeah. I've seen a few now yeah. where, as well where you can do, like, um, you can preset the amount you want to pay. And the pump will like slow down as you ah. get towards the end, which I find interesting as well. I don't usually do it because they are so slow. Like Really? Yeah. Like I've done it before. You'll go and you'll type in like, you know, however much you want to spend, 30 pound, 40 pound. And um, you'll put the pump in. And to, to start with, it's fine. But once it gets to like 32 pounds, if you're spending 40, it'll slow down to a crawl to make sure it doesn't go over. And it'll just kind of very slowly creep up and you're looking at it and it's like 39.5 39.6 39 and it just it creeps oh. up to 40 and then it goes and stops and so like i don't really rate it that much like i just do, do it. it it's not hard yeah. to stop it at 40 and yeah, so I, yeah i was just... gonna say do you ever play play the petrol pump oh, game where you try and yeah. try and yeah <laughs> And, and, and I usually, I used, usually, well, I used to usually hit it. Now I don't care anymore because I think I used to pay with cash petrol, but now I pay with cards, so I just don't care. I'm like, yeah, if it's right. 40 pounds and 23 and three pence, pence right? like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter, right? Whatever. Um, these days I usually just full tank the thing until it clicks. Oh, Nick, unfortunately, man, I think we're out of time for we are. this episode of the What Have You Been Up To podcast. Never fear, though, Nick, I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the podcast between now and then though you can visit the uh, discord which is available at discord.ybut.co there'll also be a link in the description or in the show notes if you're watching uh, or listening on uh, your favorite podcasting platform you can join the discord and you can chat with uh, with other members and tell us what you've been up to or discuss the uh, the podcast itself as well and be notified when future podcasts are released you can follow, also follow us on all of the standard social media platforms i believe on twitter instagram all that kind of good stuff as well uh, i don't know if there are any posts there just yet but there will be in the future for sure if you want to check that out uh, but yeah thank you for watching thank you for listening if you're uh, listening on your favorite podcasting platform and uh yeah hope you have a great week do some fun stuff and i hope we see you back next time see you everybody goodbye goodbye <laughs>